0: Career Fair is sponsored by the DiversityRecruitersNetwork.org. Meet with Union Pacific, Hertz, Kroger, Isle and Lady Luck Casino,
1: KSE Radio, and many more.
0: Come to the Career Fair Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at DoubleTree by Hilton Stapleton North. For more info, visit
2: CityCareerFair.com.
3: Boss of Fitness is now open in Denver, Centennial, and Aurora. Work out where fitness is fun. Join Vasa Fitness with month-to-month memberships as low as $9.99 a month. Stop by one of our gyms or visit VasaFitness.com to join today.
0: Day. Nick Backridge here from Suss GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles, but at Suss GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Suss, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax. That's it. Those are the numbers. Suss Buick GMC selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices. Go figure. Suss GMC on Havana, Mississippi visit
4: us at
5: sus.net.
4: If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, hunter for the Denver Broncos.
5: Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck?
6: I'm hoping to put some 37 inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover.
5: Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good, and to your satisfaction, Colorado Off-Road restyles your ride. In Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado
3: Off-Road. Find the answers to all your Colorado state tax questions at colorado.gov slash tax. Visit colorado.gov slash tax. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue.
7: KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now.
8: He's the only one who knows what the buttons and dials do. Jesse Trujillo. He's the newlywed who hasn't yet established good boundaries. Mario. He's a millennial who keeps this train on track, sort of. Will H. W. Peterson. He's the smartest man in Denver sports media. And he wrote about it in July. James Merlat. And he's the star of the show, the center of the morning universe, the one and only Vic Lombardi!
4: Strome sends it up to center ice. Leach he try to get an empty netter and had it batted away. Of course he would, and that will do it. The Avalanche fall the orders by a final score of four to two. The concern, however, Eric Johnson
9: and what his injury is.
1: Here,
6: yes, we are. I thought we, we were here. the uh, hard rock station.
1: Well, we're one of these other stations, apparently. This morning, welcome to the limping Vic Lombardi show. It's seven oh eight on this Monday morning. Happy President's Day. It's a, a nasty day outside, and it's clearly a nasty day in these studios, as we had some technical difficulties to start the show but we hope to we hope to sort through it all and get you uh on the right way here. Uh listen, bottom line is we're here working.
6: Yes, on a holiday. We're here. What is Presidents Day? We're uh is it where you well it's in between Washington's birthday which I think is the mm. 12th and Lincoln's birthday which is the 22nd actually I think I got those backwards but whatever. Mm. So it's in between that and we honor all presidents. I think there used to be, like, Washington's birthday used to be a holiday, and then they decided, well, that's kind of unfair just because he was the first one. Let's honor all of them. So it's President's Day. We're honoring all 45 presidents in the history of the United States. I don't want to do a whole, like, the more you know about it, Mm -hmm. but that was the that's the answer for you. Thanks Uh, for the history lesson. uh, You're welcome.
1: uh, Some of the texts coming in this morning, I I want to read them because I'm hearing static in my ear right now, just in case you're wondering. I have trouble speaking as it is when you hear static. Uh, some of the text coming in. Why isn't anyone talking about how the Nuggets completely and tragically whiffed on Mitchell? Um, they did not. I'll I'll explain what happened with Donovan Mitchell and the Nuggets. I know it feels bad. I'll get into that later. I had a nice long talk with Donovan Mitchell over the weekend, All-Star Weekend. Um, we'll get into that. Trust me, it's not how it seems on that. Love me some Metallica, guys, but I'm pretty sure you should be talking about the Avs loss right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Although Metallica,
1: pretty injury free for that first 10 minutes of the show,
6: I thought. Yeah, they sounded good. Um you know, I thought that, that might have been the best 10 minutes
10: ever yeah.
1: of
6: the Vic Lombardi show.
1: 12-03 sees, uh, 12, he says at least Rick Roll it if you can next time. Uh, cool tunes guys. Will you be talking sports today? Perhaps. Are you guys okay? Why are you not talking? <laughs> says Ashley Marie. <laughs> We're trying, Ashley. Uh... Jason says you're playing
6: more rock than KBPI this morning. Good morning, boys. I love that our texters have a sense of humor about it. That's great.
1: Well, and I guess we have to have a sense of humor
6: about it as well. Well, I mean, what's the other option? Start chucking things. Well, that might not be bad. I've seen that before. One time, I threw my headphones. One time, Vic. Don't get me started. Are you gonna
1: be all right? I mean, no. I'm, yeah. I'm. I'm pissed off. Yeah. No, I'm not all right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, our piping hot takes right here on the Vic Lombardi Show.
7: Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, Craigman & Harris.
0: Coming up Monday, Kreckman and Harris, Broncos off-season conversation. E.J. McCarron, Jeff Legwald from ESPN.com is going to tell
10: us just what Denver is thinking at quarterback.
9: Plus, we'll discuss what the Nuggets face coming out of the
0: All-Star break, the Abs, and more. Tune in to the Kreckman and Harris show on Monday, or Justin Bieber will babysit your children.
7: Every weekday afternoon, 3 to 6, only on Altitude 950.
3: Oh, you're Paul. I'm the new Sprinter. Ah,
11: Sprint plus. Intern.
3: Yeah. Clever, right? Uh, I was just... Getting an amazing iPhone 8. Yeah, because... Now you can lease one iPhone 8, get the other one on Sprint.
2: And you get the best price for Unlimited. Nice meeting you. Yeah, and, uh... now
3: you're going to give your second phone to your new friend. Wow, Paul. Oh, my God, that's amazing.
11: Get the best price for Unlimited.
6: And now get one iPhone 8 and give a second one on us. Or get iPhone 10 for only $30 a month.
0: Visit your local Sprint store. Sprint dot com slash iPhone or call one eight hundred sprint one today.
10: Requires 18-month leases for well-qualified customers. Early termination results from remaining months. dues exclusive tax credit supply within two bills. IPhone 864 gigabyte $2917 a month. Second iPhone 8 after 2917 a month credit. IPhone 10 $64 $30 a month after eleven sixty seven a month credit. Unlimited after one thirty one nineteen. Pay $38 per month. The line with auto pay exclusive taxes, surcharges, a room compared to unlimited agency plans for five lines, carrier
7: features, dever covers and offer not way. subject to credit and turkey activation fees, feed match funds, use rolls and restrictions apply. Gentlemen, when
6: it comes to health and quality of life, there are numbers every man needs to know, including our testosterone number. Hey, Scott Aces here. I recommend going to the Low T Center. They make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's covered by most health insurance with results in about 20 minutes. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy. It can raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Low T Center's physicians specialize in treating low T in men. They know men's health and are reinventing men's health care. Call them 303-451-5698 or go to Center
0: dot com. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association
10: at this station. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand, daily, with only the best ingredients. And how about this? Come into any Lamar's for a free donut the day after a Nuggets win. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Offer valid while supplies last. Offer does not include specialty donuts. Limit one per customer per group. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys.
6: We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you.
3: Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give to a child in poverty when you become a Compassion Child sponsor. Release a child from poverty in Jesus name at compassion.com slash radio.
12: The Altitude 950 traffic update. Your President's Day drive is lighter than normal, although we do have some uh, wet and icy roads and spots around the Denver metro area. One accident northbound Wadsworth on the ramp to eastbound US 36. That one's not causing uh, much of a problem. And uh, I-270 running slow east and westbound through Commerce City. This report is brought to you by Compassion International. Food, water, medical care, education, and more is what you'll give A Child in Poverty, when you become a Compassion Child sponsor, release a child from poverty in Jesus' name at Compassion.com slash radio. I'm Bill Jones with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950,
7: Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi.
8: He's the only one who knows what the buttons and dials do. Jesse Trujillo! He's the newlywed who hasn't yet established good boundaries. Mario. O. He's a millennial who keeps this train on track. Sort of. Will H.W. Peterson. He's the smartest man in Denver sports media. And he wrote about it in July. James Merlat. And he's the star of the show, the center of the morning universe, the one and only, Vic Lombardi
4: to go. Strom sends it up to center ice. Lucic tried to get an empty netter and had it batted away. Of course he would, and that will do it. The Avalanche fall the orders by a final score of 4-2. to The concern, however,
9: Eric Johnson and what his injury is.
4: Help us out,
1: listeners. Do you hear the same static
6: in your ears that I hear in mine? Just let me know. Yeah, 30933, Texas, yay or nay. Do you hear our voices clearly? I cannot tell.
1: Hopefully you do. We'll just keep restarting the show until we get it right. Welcome on this President's Day Monday morning to the Vic Lombardi Show, post-All-Star break, post-well, whatever happened at Pepsi Center yesterday wasn't good. In we'll get so many ways. Full recap on that. Was it supposed to snow this morning? Yeah, Did this just come by?
6: No, it was supposed to snow. I, I uh, According to Steve Jobs on my phone... Uh, it was like 65 yesterday, and it was going to be like 20 today, 20 tomorrow with snow. So, no, jobs nailed it.
4: Yeah, Yesterday was nice. Today, uh we should just be hitting Maryland going, it's gloomy and crappy out for a reason. That's <laughs> we how went, we should all We feel. went for a walk to the park, and we're playing football
6: at like 5 o'clock last night. It was 60 degrees. And then this morning, I'm driving in in snow. It just changes your whole demeanor, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, and thank God it was I mean, a holiday.
1: I was in L.A. over the weekend, and the sun, the warmth. Everything about it. I hate L.A.'s traffic. I hate everything about that part of it.
6: Yes. But the sun and the warmth. I'm just sick of the cold. Once February gets here, I'm tired of the cold. I'm tired of the snow. I'm grumpy. I got a cold. You can probably tell if in my voice. If you
1: were to power rank the months of the year, yes. we we'll start there. Because I'm in a bad mood already this morning. You know what? I, I am mean, too, so if, this could yes. be good. If you're to power rank the months of the year, isn't February by far the worst month?
6: Yes. Now, it used to be... Worse, now that the Super Bowl falls in February, at least there's something, not enough, not enough to carry the rest of the month, but and it's short, that's nice, that's nice. January sucks, but at least you got NFL playoffs, you used to have the Super Bowl, like it, there's something to kind of get behind. You're looking at this from a sports schedule, I'm looking at it from a life schedule. Well, that's the only thing I do in life, it's I get my it. job and I my get hobby. It. It's got that artificial Valentine's Day crap going on. Now see, here's what kind of encouraged me though, guys. Uh, every, every Monday morning, mm-hmm. I send out an email with the next two weeks' schedule. Uh We get into March next week. Next Thursday is March 1st. Yeah.
4: That is the nice thing about February. They only give us 28 every once in a while, 29. I mean, March is upon us, and then
6: it's going to be green grass, nice days, and heavy wet snow to shovel. But... It'll be green grass, which is nice.
1: Okay, uh the text line tells us there is some static still remaining on the signal. So if you'd like, come on down to the station and listen to this show firsthand. <laughs> For those of you who don't want the static on the signal, come down. Located here on Colorado and Exposition, and we'll do the show live this morning. Yeah, yeah, fine. That's no problem. We got standing room only. Tell me what happened at Pepsi Center yesterday. I got a full recap of the weekend in LA with the, uh, Nuggets, Jamal Murray, and the All-Stars. Um, I have some stories to tell you, by the way. But, first off, a very disappointing result at Pepsi Center. The kind of
4: result that makes you wonder, is this it? Yeah, yesterday was frustrating to say the least. They're up, the Avs are up 2-1 after 2. Uh, next thing you know, Connor McDavid goes all Connor McDavid. They lose 4-2. Uh, but, of course, the worry today is for Eric Johnson as we await to understand what happened, what's going on with EJ. I saw the replay. It looked like his his hand got caught in the other dude's sweater or something. It was tough to tell what happened. And, you know, Gabe Landeskog did say after the game, hey, let's not jump to any conclusions. So I appreciated that. But I also uh, I definitely am concerned and anxious to see and hoping for some good news on Eric Johnson sooner rather than later.
1: But better. worst case scenario, he broke his hand. Broke his arm, broke something, and he's out for the season. That's worst case scenario. Best case scenario is what? What would the best case scenario be for a guy who was in excruciating pain
4: and left the game? A contusion? Some, yeah, or some sort of dislocated. We were, we were saying if it's, you know, whatever, but you're right. It, it did not look good. I, again, I,
1: I am not a doctor, but you know how these hockey players work. James, if it were
6: a contusion, he'd be back on the ice. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, it, yes. A hematoma, he'd be back on the ice. <clears throat> I hate to go all Brent Musburger who used to say, I don't want to play doctor, but boy, that looks like a fractured metacarpal. Um, I don't want to be that guy, but it didn't look good. It doesn't look promising. And, you know, you just get McKinnon back and then you have this injury. And we all remember what happened last year when EJ went down. Were they nine and nine? Nine and yeah. nine. Change the season. And it turned in, then they turned in to the worst team in the NHL. I'm not saying they're going to go that direction this year because they're a better hockey club, but he's a vitally important player. Um, HW, you told me some stories off air. If you could just tell, you know, being in and around the room that, uh, it, it wasn't just the loss that had everybody down. It was, uh, that's a tough day. That's a tough blow for the abs as they tried to hang in there and claw their way into the eighth seed. So a bad day at Pepsi center, uh, for the, uh, for the abs on Sunday afternoon. Guys, what was the most,
1: I'm not even going to call it controversial. What is the most talked about story of the sports weekend that you guys can recall? The last three days. What was the most talked about story? LeBron James and Laura Ingram? That was a big one. That was the focus of All-Star Weekend. I mean, I, that's one I, that's yeah. the one that came up at dinner in Vegas. Had you ever heard of Laura Ingram before this? I'd never yeah. heard of her. Yeah.
6: I mean, yes, I had,
1: but... I had no idea who she was. She just made a name for herself. She did exactly what she was trying
6: to do, to be honest. Sure. With sure. Um, I, that was a story. What else was going on? The biggest story. Uh, Spencer uh, Dinwiddie knocking off Jamal Murray. Daytona 500. No. Uh, t- did Tiger play?
1: Yeah, he did not make uh, the
6: Olympics. Lindsey von Michaela Schifrin. No. Um. Oh, Barkley. No. Oh, you trying to win the train thing? No. You got Chuck's
1: endorsement. I know, but that's not the biggest story of the weekend. Mm. You're close. I'm close. Yeah. From what I've read and from what I've seen, Fergie butchering. Oh my god. The national anthem. Now, let me start with this. Okay. I understand all of the discord here. People want to hear their anthem in a certain manner, in a certain type of delivery. I don't know what the big hubbub is. I don't think she did such a bad job. I'm not offended. So she took some creative license to the song. Why are we also up in arms over Fergie's rendition of the national anthem? That's fake news
6: in my book. Well, it wasn't good. I mean, well, what do you
1: mean? What's good though? What, what's the singing good? was
6: off. Like she was just off. I, I don't really care about the uh, creative license either. You know, it just was. I don't know. What, she, what, what are you? Key? Are you Simon Cowell? No, I can tell when something's good or not. I can tell. Oh yeah, that sounds pleasing to my ear. Or no, that sounds like a bunch of cats being thrown into water. I don't know. It just didn't sound good. Were you offended, H W?
4: Uh I don't know if offended's the right word but I do prefer more of a traditional anthem. I wasn't offended Vic, I just thought it okay. was terrible. Well we'll play a little. I, you you have to tell me where it's
6: terrible. Okay, it was a little pitchy, dog. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm <laughs> just breaking I don't even know what that means, <laughs> dog. I'm just breaking out my uh, American idol phrases. I I I didn't
1: understand all the reaction from that as if oh my god, she just ruined the world with her. I was
4: like, what
6: what's the big deal? What's so bad about it? I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you. It's not that big of a deal. Everybody gets so offended by the anthem. And I mean, geez, we've been doing this show for a year and four months. How many times have we talked about the national anthem on this show? It's Sounds a little like obscene. Uh, it was, it was not a good rendition. Let's all move on. It was a little okay. like Aretha. Remember when Aretha sang it at the, wasn't the Super Bowl? Where did she sing it? It went like for four and a half minutes and everybody was yeah. all upset about that. They don't, people don't like things to be different. Time for big news right now on this static
1: filled Monday morning.
4: What headlines. The big story we're following this morning.
11: What caught
0: everyone's attention? Yeah!
11: Yeah!
0: The big news right now. I traveled to L.A. over
1: the weekend for the All-Star festivities, following Jamal Murray's every move. By the end of the weekend, he was so sick and tired of seeing me. That guy must have done 50 interviews in a span of 24 hours. It's unreal what they put these guys through. They're like, okay. Do we have to answer the same question again? Anyway, Jamal Murray asked countless times about his Nuggets team, his Nuggets season so far this year. Are you genuinely upset or is this cool? That's Jamal not being happy about finishing what third or fourth in the skills competition. Whatever. He didn't win the skills. Avs lose at home for the first time since December.
4: Sent up far side for sidle. He'll try to turn it ahead now for McDavid. He'll skate it to the empty net for the hat trick,
13: and he scores. And the Edmonton Oilers have taken a 4-2 lead with 1.26 to go in the third period.
1: Did people throw their hats at Pepsi Center by Not chance? a
4: handful. It was obnoxious.
1: People actually threw their hats for Connor McDavid?
4: There was a lot of hats on the ice. Wow. Rockies
1: position players report and practice. They've already reported. Today they practice. Today they get it on. Today is spring training like we know it. You know what? Tim Tebow plans on attending Mets Spring training. Tim Tebow plans on playing in the major leagues one day.
4: I can't worry about one day if I'm going to play in the bigs or not. You know, I think I got into this because I love it. I'm passionate about it. For me, it's being able to lock in and have tunnel vision regardless of what team I'm on, wherever they decide to put me. I'm going to be able to lock in and give it everything I have.
1: How long is this story going to go on, by the way?
4: Until he gets his first big league at bat. I
6: don't understand why everybody has a problem with this story. None at all. Well, it made my big news right now for some reason. I mean, Tim Tebow's... There are a lot of minor leaguers playing baseball. Why why is he in my uh, big news right now? Because... Joe Blow from Scranton, PA, isn't as big a news as Tim Tebow, and Tim Tebow's been a better baseball player than Michael Jordan ever dreamed of Who's being. Who's a better baseball player, Brendan Rodgers or Tim Tebow? Brendan Rodgers, and there's a reason why Brendan Rodgers is higher up in the, the chain, but the Mets have a guy who has a ton of athletic ability, and they're trying to see what they can get out of him, and he can help sell tickets, which at the end of the day, you're running a business. I don't know why this is such a big deal to people. It's annoying. It's annoying. Actually, the static makes Vic's voice tolerable," says one of the texters. Thank you,
1: because it leads into my next big news right now. I got the best endorsement possible—the one endorsement the other candidates will never get.
13: Let me tell you something. I've known
9: him a long time, from Phoenix, Arizona to Denver, Colorado. Please vote for my boy for the boys at the Denver Airport.
1: You know that voice, don't you? You know that voice. Oh yeah, that's Chucky e. B right there. I was say that was Sir Charles. That is Chucky e. B. Some of you may not recognize the voice because according to the textures, static is gone, but during the clips, the static came back. I don't know what to do about the static. We'll figure it out. Our piping hot takes coming up next on the Vic Lombardi show.
9: Can't understand a word. Well, it's all pops and buzzes from here. Here's what's happening
7: at Altitude 950. Mammoth Lacrosse returns to the Loud House on 303
0: Day, Saturday March 3rd at 7 p.m. Come spend the most Colorado festive holiday with the Mammoth and their sweet Colorado themed gear, which will be auctioned off after post game. Tickets start at just ten dollars and can be purchased at AltitudeTickets.com.
1: Uh, you need to sell your house, and you need an agent who can sell that house fast. That agent is Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent who will make you the following offer. He'll sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. How does he do it? He's got an exclusive system for marketing homes. It's been proven to work. There's no pressure, no obligation, no risk. Give them a call today. Troy Hansford, 720-600-6244. That's 720-600-6244. Hi,
4: I'm President Barnett. Proud Barnett, that is. President of Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store. In celebration of President's Day, we're offering up some incredible savings that you don't want to miss. And dreaming of new stainless steel appliances? Selling your home and need a quick kitchen update? Then come into Mountain High Appliance and save nearly $750 on a four-piece stainless Whirlpool package. For only $20.99. Need to replace that outdated refrigerator? We have closeout pricing on a French door stainless steel refrigerator from Whirlpool for only $13.99. That's an astonishing savings of $600. We also have unbeatable prices on front load laundry pairs from Whirlpool, Maytag, and GE. Plus, get 10% off dishwashers from KitchenAid. Come in and experience the difference and see what everyone is talking about. Open Monday through Friday till 8, Saturday and Sunday till 5 or online at mountainhighappliance.com. Mountain High Thank you. This may not be
10: easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com.
2: Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com.
3: It right. Have you heard? Vasa Fitness just opened another stunning new gym in Centennial. We're celebrating our grand opening by giving away a one-week Royal Caribbean Cruise Getaway for two with airfare. Visit our new Centennial location now through February 24th to be entered to win the Vasa Fitness Royal Caribbean Cruise Getaway for two. Our grand opening event is Saturday, February 24th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Bring your friends to receive additional entries for the cruise giveaway and come enjoy free food, face painting, training classes, and more. Find us at VasaFitness.com.
1: Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710.
14: When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news you do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Ellen Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now, and for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience, and yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new New Rams And 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com.
3: What is the education of your children worth? There are children across the world who lack the privilege of going to school. Change the story for one child at unbound.org.
7: The Altitude 950 Traffic Update.
12: Monday morning, uh, President's Day, and uh, basically we have wet roads following last night's uh, snow. Uh, so slow it down a, a tad on your drive around uh, town this morning. We do have a stall eastbound on 8th Avenue approaching Calumet. That's not causing any major delays at all. A little bit slow east and westbound on uh, I-270 through Commerce City. This report is brought to you by Unbound.org. What is the education of your children worth? There are children across the world who lack the privilege of going to school. Change the story of one child at Unbound.org. I'm Bill Jones with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station.
7: Text us at 30933 to join the show.
1: Happy President's Day, everybody. Hope you're presidential on this Monday morning, driving around in the snow. Not that bad. My drive is pretty easy because there's nobody on the road. Apparently, everybody takes this day off. I was not aware. I know the schools have the day off. The banks are off. Sales is off. Anybody else? We're working. Uh,
6: some other people are off. Time for our Piping Hot Takes.
15: I am
7: the greatest because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. (laughs) Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery.
15: It's Vic's Hot Take.
1: All right, let me get this out of the way right now because I heard about it all weekend. And granted, I... I understand the full story. I think everyone else listening to this show needs to understand the full story. Donovan Mitchell won the dunk contest. Donovan Mitchell is an incredible talent. Young, energetic, athletic, could score in bunches, likable. He is everything you want out of a young basketball player. Certainly a candidate for rookie of the year. I'd give it to him, in my opinion, even over Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons can't shoot.
16: Every time you
1: see Donovan Mitchell and you saw him hoisting that trophy over the weekend, all that comes to mind is he could have been a Nugget. I get that. I understand that. The Nuggets originally drafted him and traded his rights to the Utah Jazz. Well, it turned out to be Trey Lyles and Tyler Light. Here's the deal. You can be angry that he doesn't play for the Nuggets. That's fine. But he was never even a consideration. No one considered him here because they did not need another guard here. Were you going to ship out Gary Harris? Were you going to ship out Jamal Murray? Who were you going to ship out to make room for Donovan Mitchell? It's just the way it is, man. There are 12 other teams that had no need or urge to draft Donovan Mitchell. This is how the draft works out. That's why it's a crapshoot. Nobody knew this kid was gonna be that good. If they had to do it all over again, would the Nuggets have stuck with that number thirteen pick and drafted him? Damn right they would have. But you can't blame them at the time for going for what they wanted. They needed a shot blocker, they needed a rim protector, they needed a bigger player. They went Trey Lyles. They got a pretty good player in Lyles. You had to do it all over again? Would you go down the Mitchell? Yes. But you could say the same thing about all teams on the draft board. This is how the draft works. A lot of it is pure, unadulterated luck. Good player. Sucks that he doesn't play for the Nuggets. But you can't blame him for what they did on draft day. Next hot take.
4: It's H.W.'s Hot Take. Everything going all right at the Pepsi Center yesterday. Avalanche are up 2-1 after 2. I walk by Marco's Pizza. The line is long. Everyone's in a good mood thinking, here come the Avs about to win their 11th in a row at home. And then in the third period, Eric Johnson is down and in a lot of pain, and Pepsi Center goes silent. Could have been a shoulder for Eric Johnson. Hard to tell, but he leaves the ice in pain. And next thing you know, we're tied at two. There's a nervous energy in the building with 11.01 to go. The Oilers take a 3-2 lead. Nathan McKinnon hits a post, and the stunner happens. The Avs lose 4-2 after being up 2-1 after two periods. Go to the room afterwards, Gabe Landeskog was upset, and rightfully so, but did say, quote, don't jump to conclusions on the Eric Johnson injury. So that's big, but Jared Bednar came in to his game presser and said, no news on AJ, clearly wait in C mode. The avalanche season right now could be at a breaking point. A massive trip to Canada looms because... The trade deadline is one week from today, and Joe Sackick will have some tough decisions to make. Can you hear me through all this static? James, your hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Uh, who's gonna play first base for the Rockies?
6: I don't know. I don't think they know. Ian Desmond doesn't want to, obviously. I can tell you it's not gonna be Eric Hosmer. He's off the free agent mark. He signed a, our market, he signed an eight-year, $144 million deal yesterday with the Padres. Ian Desmond seems like the logical guy. He was going to play there last year until he got hurt in spring training, and Mark Reynolds stepped in and played well. Here's his answer when asked about it uh, yesterday. Honestly, I had not really been focusing a lot on first base. I have spent a lot of time in left field. Well, it doesn't sound like it's going to be him. Maybe it's uh, 23-year-old Ryan McMahon, but here's what he had to say. I have no idea what's happening, but I'm sure I'll find out. I expect to bounce around at first, second, and third. So it's not him. And then maybe it's Pat Vileka. We've heard his name. Here's what he had to say. We haven't had a formal sit-down to talk about first base in reference to manager Bud Black. Does anybody know what's going on? Does Bud Black, does Jeff Breidich, apparently the players don't know, who is going to play first base for the Colorado Rockies this season? I don't think it can be just a revolving door of platoon, guys, where one day it's Desmond, one day it's Vileka, one day it's McMahon. It's nice all those guys can play there because nobody's going to play 162 games. But you have to have a first baseman. You have to have the guy that on opening day, you know who you're writing down on the lineup card. You have to have a guy that you know, hey, when we get to the postseason, this is our lineup. These are our eight position guys that we're going to go with every time we're rolling out our number one group. I don't understand why this is so difficult. I don't understand why you start spring training not having an answer to this this question. But it is a concern for me because the Rockies don't know who their first baseman is going to be.
1: Do I dare hit the breaking news button right now? Sure, let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens when I hit breaking news. Breaking news on Altitude 950. Michaela Schifrin pulls out of the downhill in
6: Pyeongchang. Uh, she wasn't great yesterday in, uh, in, uh, training rounds. Oh, really? I kept turning on the Olympics yesterday, guys. And I watched qualifying on Big Air Women's. Like, I don't want to watch Dude, qualifying. The Olympics is,
1: I, I, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I wasn't gonna paint a broad stroke here.
6: It's boring. Then there was training sessions on the downhill. They, they were missing gates and nobody was even talking about it because it's just practice. Like, this is the best thing going on at the Olympics right now is training. And I wasn't watching, like, NBC Sports 4. I was watching NBC on a Sunday afternoon. That's all they had? God, it was like a second hot take for you. It was ridiculous. Thank you. I am over. Boy, we got double hot takes from I Manchester am today. over the Olympics. Wow. That's amazing. So over it. When, is, when can this be done? When can we go back to having This Is Us or whatever the hell <laughs> normally airs on NBC?
1: on this Monday morning. Happy President's Day, everybody. you got the Vic Lombardi Show.
5: Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road?
13: I've always been taken very good care
4: of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhaust to
5: tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in the Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long. Colorado <laughs> Off-Road. Do you have a hankering for some
4: real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Mines. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Mines will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food, it's Real de Mines with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Mines Restaurant DACA!
10: Larry H. Miller Ram
0: Truck Center 104th is Colorado's first choice. With over 1,000 new vehicles to choose from on 17 acres, we guarantee the best prices and lowest payments in the state. That's right, best prices and lowest payments in the state that can't be beat. Being the number one volume dealer has its perks, and we're passing them on to you. Come on in and see for yourself why we're Colorado's first choice. Conveniently located off I-25 and 104th, Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center, or RamDenver.com.
7: RamDenver.com.
0: Driven by you. Hey guys, listen up. We
1: all love those hearty homestyle meals. You know the chicken fried steak with a huge side of mashed potatoes covered in gravy. But let's get real. We aren't going to just cook that up. That's why I get my homestyle meal fix from the Black Eyed Pea. This is Vic for Black Eyed Pea. Try Cajun catfish right from the south or their turkey and dressing and of course their chicken fried steak with homestyle gravy. Nine wonderful front range locations and all locally owned. Great value, great food, and great service at the Homestyle Black Eyed E <música>
10: What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720 544
3: They're excited to announce that both their Boulder and Broomfield locations are now open. From the first mile to the last, visit them at AudiFlatirons.com.
12: The Altitude 950 traffic update. Well, despite the overnight snow, the drive around Denver this Monday morning, not too bad because it's President's Day holiday. A lot of people have the day off, so we have lighter traffic around town. We do have a stall blocking eastbound 8th Avenue approaching Calamus, but that's not causing any major delays at i-270 east and westbound running heavy through commerce city as usual this time of morning. this report is brought to you by audi Flatirons. they're excited to announce that both their boulder and Broomfield locations are now open from the first mile to the last visit them at audiflatirons.com i'm bill jones with traffic on altitude 950
9: the largest contingent of athletes from any country to ever compete in the winter games and you look at 10 medals now, officially, there will be an 11th, because the U.S. hockey team will win either gold or silver uh, when they play their gold medal game against Canada in a couple of days. Uh, That's You compare that to 24, won by Norway, and they added to that tonight. Uh, That That kind of doesn't sit well with American fans. And, you know, you may remember back when George Steinbrenner spoke up and the Steinbrenner Commission was started because U.S. Olympic athletes weren't performing (laughs) at the level that other countries were. I I don't know if we're there, but I really think that there's going to be a lot of conversation. Speed skating, the U.S. has struggled in. Um, Figure skating, maybe only medals going to be ice dancing. Uh, So there are the other traditional Olympic sports that the U.S. seems to be falling behind and not thriving in. And I think if the metal town is 15 or 16 when this is all said and done, there are going to be real questions asked about what planning steps need to be done better going forward.
17: Capable job out of you, Mike. Uh, great to, great to talk to you. And, uh, hopefully. You know.
9: <laughs> well, <laughs> you, you are my best average friend that I've ever had. Absolutely. I, I appreciate that so much. <laughs> Thank you. Mike. Okay. Is that, the Texas week.
17: Is that a real fireplace?
9: Dan, you'll have to wait till Sunday. Oh, the question is, between now and then, will I roast a marshmallow there? Yes. Yes. Okay, and then you'll know.
17: Okay, <laughs>
9: I, I'm going to guess
17: you could get into that fireplace if you wanted to, Mike, and you would be okay.
9: It'd be okay. Yes. You know what? I think I think Stephen Colbert did that on an Olympic set, maybe in 06 or maybe in 2010, oh. before his CBS days. So I. I will see maybe maybe I can work myself into that. Or roast a marshmallow that. make a spore. I would like, that. Score, I would would like that.
17: I yeah. would like that. Hey, you're doing great. <laughs> it's fun to watch. Uh, go to bed and uh we'll be watching later on tonight.
9: Thanks, pal. Talk to you. See you guys. All
17: right. That's Mike Chirico, NBC Sports Olympic host. Yeah, a little subtle humor there with Mike. Yeah, I've been I've been texting him back and forth. I was once labeled as a capable football host oh. and so I I thought that I would share that with Mike. He was a, he was doing a capable job as a host. He's doing all right. Yeah, Paul
11: is capable higher than serviceable. Yeah, uh, just a bit. Though.
17: Just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I might have been just serviceable. All right, so we'll take a break. We got our play of the day coming up next year, Dan Patrick Show.
7: This is a wrench. This is a wrench and a can of beans. This is a wrench, some canned goods, a flashlight, gallon of water, batteries, a can opener, first aid kit, radio, supply of medications, and some extra cash. When we bring all these things together, we have a disaster supplies kit. With a list from your local Red Cross, you can assemble all the supplies you need to prepare your home and family for an emergency or disaster. When we come together, we become part of something bigger than us all. To assemble your own kit, visit RedCross.org. The American Red Cross. Together, we can save a life.
3: Dimes are shiny and round. Nickels
18: are also round.
3: This 28-year-old woman may sound a little strange to you and me, but to her 3-year-old daughter, she makes perfect sense.
18: Pennies are round, too. They are. When you talk
3: with your child, you build vocabulary, and learning starts long before school does. So follow their lead. Take everyday moments like an errand at the bank and turn them into learning moments.
7: Dollars are rectangles.
3: I like dollars. (laughs) Turn everyday moments into learning moments. For more tips, go to bornlearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Foreclosure is hard on every member of the family, but your family is not alone. If you're struggling with your mortgage, there is help. To
15: learn about the government's Making Home Affordable program, visit makinghomeaffordable.gov or call 1-888-995-HOPE to speak to a HUD-approved housing counselor. It's free of charge. Visit makinghomeaffordable.gov or call 1-888-995-HOPE today. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, NeighborWorks America, and the Ad Council.
7: Amanda, age three. Tyler, age eight. Marissa, age four and a half.
3: We could tell you just how many child abductions last year led to Amber Alerts, but this isn't about cold statistics. It's about saving
18: kids.
7: Shinigwa, age 14.
18: To get free Amber Alerts on your cell phone, go to wirelessamberalerts.org. When an alert is issued in your area, you'll receive it as a free text message. WirelessAmberAlerts.org. A child is calling for help. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
0: Fox Sports trending
9: now.
18: U.S. women going for the gold. The United States will wait for the gold medal. Thursday here in PyeongChang Wednesday
9: evening in the United States. They defeat Finland 5 nothing in advance for a gold medal game for the fifth time in six Olympics.
18: And that was NBC TV with the call. So the U.S. advances and they will face Canada who has just gone final against the Olympic athletes from Russia. A five-zip win for the Canadians. So again, it'll be U.S. versus Canada in women's hockey going for the gold. Also just getting some news from PyeongChang. Americans. Year, Michaela Schiffrin has pulled out of Wednesday's downhill race because of the women's combined being moved up to ter- to Thursday from Friday because of the high winds in the forecast later in the week. She's favored to win that combined, and the tight turnaround between events would have compromised her chances. So again, Michaela Schiffrin pulling out of the Wednesday downhill race. NBA All Star game took place Sunday night. LeBron James team. Top Steph Curry's team, 148-145. LeBron also named the MVP. He was the leading scorer with 29 points in the game. College Hoops, 19th-ranked Wichita State, upset 5th-ranked Cincinnati, ending the Bearcats' 39-game home win streak. 6th-ranked Purdue, top Penn State, 76-73. Bubba Watson won the Genesis Open. I'm Jeff Carson. We are one,
0: one. Are you ready to enjoy this? We got a barn burner here. We have drama. Yeah, there's a whole lot going on
4: here. Anything can happen. This is Fox.
0: It's the sports and entertainment that you crave.
4: I I, I still can't get over it.
0: Wow, 24/7, 365 days.
17: You're adding even more drama to this.
0: We're giving you what you need.
10: And for the record, let me just lay it out.
0: This is Fox Sports Radio. Sports with attitude. Oh my god. The
15: play
0: the play's the play of the day. Right
15: on left side.
7: this out Corey looking for the
15: three Curry double team Curry can't find it
19: there. and they do it and team LeBron off the bench, a happy coach Well, I have to say that this season the change
17: in format oh this is certainly right. we'll talk to Reggie Miller about the change in the format did it save the all-star game is the bigger question play of the day that was on uh, TNT with Marv Albert with the call. Play of the day brought to you by True Car. Car shopping can be confusing with terms like dealer price, list price, and invoice. True Car shows you what other people paid for the car you want, so you can recognize a good price when you're ready to buy a new or used car. Visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Yes, Pauline. Dan, we have an update on the
11: luge, bobsled, uh, skeleton. skeleton. Thing. We think that skeletons more dangerous because they're going face first. Our buddy, former uh three-time Olympic bobsledder Curtis Tomasevich, just sent into the show he's watching, mm-hmm. he said skeleton is actually the safest of the riding sports. When they crash, they just kind of roll over. Luge is most dangerous because they're on blades as opposed to rounded runners. Bobsled is dangerous because it's a 500-pound sled that could land on top of you in a crash. Mm. So despite going face first, mm. he says skeleton is the least safe, or at least un- you know, the safest of the three.
20: Yes, yeah, he I'm certainly no expert in this, but I feel like... But no, you've watched the Olympics
17: for a Uh, week. actually, that's true. I am an expert (laughs) now. You are an expert.
20: When you... I feel like you're going to fall a little more (laughs) harshly or severely than just rolling over when you're doing skeleton. I mean, you're going face first like 80 miles an hour. You don't just
17: roll over. I think you're going to tumble. It's th- I much gonna... more of a tumble. Yeah, I think you're gonna. I'll tumble for you. Yes, Fritzi.
2: I'm also fascinated by at the very end how they slow up, and there's a certain technique to sticking your legs out and, and going from 80 miles an hour to making that thing stop. You don't just crash into a padded wall and stop. There's like something you got to do to slow it up.
17: Yeah, I'm pulling.
11: Which is the one you'd like to try? We've never done any of these. We've done curling because that's real. I sad. don't want to be in a four-man bobsled with you guys. Which spot would you want if you
17: had to be in? A second, I, right? I, I, it no, it all seems awkward. <laughs> it's all. It's all <laughs> we can wear those suits. Go- yeah, that 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 would be the hardest thing. I think is getting in one of those suits. I think I'd rather be in the back. I'd rather be fourth in the the four man bobsled. Luge is a little n- nerve wracking too, because you're not. You, I at least in bobsled you get to see where you're going. I, I sort of like that, whereas skeleton, I got my face down, and then luge, I'm on my back. Yeah, what do you think is more difficult to try first
20: for the first time? Luge, skeleton, bobsled, anything like that, or the ski
17: jump where you go, you know, two football fields in the air? But when I went to see that when I was in Sochi, I was amazed that you're not that high off the ground. As much as you think, cause I thought you're like 40 feet in the air. When I, when I was watching when I was growing up, I thought, oh my god, those, they're way up there. You're not as far up as you think. I think these snowboarders, like Sean White, was getting up higher than, than they are when they're doing that jump. So when you're, when you launch off the ski jump, you sort of, um, mirror the ground below you, and it's, it's more like you hover over it for a long period of time. I don't know what the actual height is, but when I saw the actual ski jump, and, and there's not a lot of crashes there. I mean, far more crashes in snowboarding. True. Um, but I, I, I was surprised that it didn't seem like you were going up 40 feet. Because then the winds will really affect you. I mean, you'll be like a kite. You know, you're, you're lower kind of piercing the wind there. And then it, it, it didn't seem as intimidating as it does on TV when uh, you see it in person. Man, you'd see that ramp that you
20: got to go down yes. and they're on those, they're basically their skis are in a track.
17: Yes. And you,
11: holy moly, <laughs> that looks. Sketchy, dude. Yeah, Paul. But do you train at home for the ski jump into like a
17: foam pit for months and months and months? And then the last few weeks you use the actual ski jump? Well, that's what they do with snowboarding. You do all those aerials and then you go into a foam pit. And then all of a sudden you have to do it and could hit the snow. I thought Sean White, that was a pretty amazing performance considering where he'd gotten injured. And, you know, you, you saw that comeback with him and what it meant to him. When he threw his helmet into the sta- you know, into the crowd, I'm like, you're going to need that, dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, I need that back. I need that back. Yeah, Paul.
11: It does seem like Sean White knows how to sell it too. On his first run, he throws his helmet like, like Vince Carter saying it's over, but he's like, he go, Hey, I need that
17: helmet back. I'm, I'm a couple more runs here. Uh, David in Brooklyn joins us. David, what do you have for me? Hey, Dan, how are you? Good, David.
9: I was
5: calling you because, um, you know, you were talking about Hall of Famers and um, the players, and you had mentioned Ray Allen. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was a sports fan growing up, a Michael Jordan fan, a Reggie Miller fan. And I remember growing up, and, you know, you knew those teams that were going to go to NBA Conference Finals. You knew those players that were going to just show you that, you know, regardless of who they were going to face, they were going to bring their best. And I didn't get that from Ray Allen when he was in the East. You know, he had a talented team with Ben Baker and, and, um, Glenn Robinson and Sam Cassell, but, um, I didn't, I mean, he had a great game. You know, know, I go back,
17: you know, David, I go back to Seattle with Ray Allen and, and, you know, Ray was dunking off the dribble. I mean, he was taking it right to the hoop. It was a different Ray Allen. You know, when he got to the East, you know, Milwaukee, he was still, you know, in his prime there, but when he got to Boston, Miami, you know, he became, First of all, he's got one of the top five jump shots in the history of the game, in my opinion. Like If, you, if you're if you going to say to kids, hey, you want to try to learn how to shoot, I would show them video of Ray, Ray Allen. And, you know, Devin Booker is another kid who is young, great form there. And, and there's some really good shooters. But Ray, one of the great, great shooters of all time. But people forget how athletic he was when he first uh, got into the league. All right, Reggie will join us in the final hour. More phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. My thanks to Mike Chirico, where he went to bed, 1130 at night, joining us from South Korea. Eight seven seven three dp show email address dp at danpatrick.com. We'll get to more of those phone calls coming up. Got our poll question, give you the results. One hour in the books, two more to go this Monday, Dan Patrick Show.
11: My name is Dale Pazinski, and this is how I live United. I volunteer with United Way, helping the homeless in my community by teaching computer skills and helping them build a basic resume to save on their very own USB drive. It's huge when somebody says, Hey, man, that job that you helped me apply for, I got it. My name is Dale Pazinski. I help people achieve financial independence. So I don't just wear the shirt. I love it.
10: Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Go to liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. All
3: right. This next question is for Caroline. Caroline, if you take the bus 60 miles to school at 5.30 a.m. and the bus is traveling at an average of 30 miles per hour, how are you going to get to your prenatal appointment and still make it to homeroom on time?
1: Some students are tackling more than just their schoolwork, which is why more than 30% of them aren't graduating. But you can give them the boost they need to make it through by visiting boostup.org.
10: Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the
1: Ad
6: Council.
4: The Pool of your Fi you must
8: be your fairy you got- godmother. It bombing-
3: <laughs> yes. It doesn't take a fairy godmother to tell you that the right fit means everything. Good
8: heavens, child! You can't go in that.
3: Children under four foot nine need to be in a booster seat because they aren't ready for adult safety belts alone. Many parents miss the important step of booster seats. Maybe you better explain things to him. Booster seats raise your child up so that a safety belt designed for adults will fit and protect them properly. Oh, that does make a difference. Remember that four foot nine. Nine is the magic number. And get your little pumpkin there safely in a booster seat. Hop in my dear. Oh, Thank you. And like Cinderella, you can live happily ever after. It's like a dream. A wonderful dream come true. For more information, visit boosterseat.gov. This has been a message from the U.S. Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. 24-7
0: 365 This is Fox Sports Radio on iHeartRadio. Fox Sports trending now.
18: At the NBA All-Star Game, team LeBron was a 148-145 winner over team staff. LeBron James named the... Games MVP who was the leading scorer with 29 points. Couple of highlights from college hoops on Sunday. 19th ranked Wichita State upset number five Cincinnati 76-72. That ends Cincy's 39 game win- home win streak. Sixth ranked Purdue top Penn State 76-73 and golf Bubba Watson won the Genesis Open at Riviera finishing 12 under par. Sunday's 60th running of the Daytona 500 on the 20th anniversary of Dale Earnhardt. Winning for the only time at Daytona. The number three car took the checkered flag, this time with Austin Dillon behind the wheel. USA women's hockey team advanced to the Olympics gold medal game with a 5-0 win over Finland. They will face Canada Thursday. I'm Deb Carson.
0: They it's are. Jason Smith with Mike
5: Harmon. That's not the funny. curling phenomenon, because it's been so popular, and not just Anastasia Brizgalova, who everybody stole my act with, that's fine.
2: But really, curling has been the big thing. Even there's curling backlash now. People don't like the mixed curling. Mixed curling <laughs> is fine. I
0: love how indignant people get over. <laughs> I don't like the mixed curling. Why? I don't know, I just don't. Jason Smith with Mike Harmon. Weeknights at eleven p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio.
12: I'm
17: Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. If you don't care for the NBA All-Star Game, or any All-Star Game for that matter, keep in mind you may not be the target audience. A lot of what happens during All-Star Weekend is for the younger fans. You have to give the NBA credit. They know how to provide a wide range of entertainment. On Friday night, they had Justin Bieber in the Celebrity All-Star Game. On Saturday night, they had the skills competition. Young players pulling out all the stops. Victor Oladipo wearing a Black Panther mask during an attempt at the Slam Dunk Contest. Not enough to move past the first round, but it was a nice touch anyhow. Utah rookie Donovan Mitchell won the contest in part by jumping over Kevin Hart. There was also the three-point shooting contest as well, the skills competition. And then there was the game on Sunday night. LeBron James and Steph Curry picking sides, and it added a little extra drama. All in all, if you don't mind seeing more celebrities than defense, then the NBA All-Star Weekend was certainly for you. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.
19: This is Red Food
4: of LMFA, yo. You know, bullying is a real problem in our schools. There are teachers with ideas on how to stop bullying for good, but it's going to take a few bucks to make it happen. And what you need to do is hook up with Chase and Clear Channel Communities and supporting DonorsChoose.org. Thanks to the leadership of Chase, every dollar you donate will be matched up to $250,000. Go to donorschoose.org slash
3: chase. Across Afghanistan, more children are in school today than ever before. UNICEF and our partners have provided school supplies to over 5 million children. Education is the key to lasting peace and economic development in Afghanistan and around the world. For every child advance humanity
17: Thank you.
8: Wash off the blackboard Put away the books Take down the posters Put away the gym balls Empty out our desks Scrape our names off the lockers Pull our drawings off the walls Put it all in the garbage Throw it away Throw it all away.
7: AIDS has killed more children worldwide than there are in all the grade schools in New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, Washington, Atlanta, and Miami combined. The time to do something is now. The place is apathyislethal.org. AIDS is
5: preventable. Apathy is lethal. A public service announcement brought to you by the United Nations Foundation and the Ad Council.
0: You want to mess with the best?
8: Catch me outside, how about that? Yeah!
0: We're taking on everyone. You got
8: knocked the f*** <laughs> out, man.
0: Oh, that hurt. On your smartphone, in the car, outside, inside, we don't give a f***. Because you know who we are. You know how to find me, homie. Fox Sports Radio.
7: Come on.
0: Shows, interviews, you name it. We've squeezed it. Oh man.
17: We appreciate it.
0: Podcast it at BoxSportsRadio.com. story in school. At the age of six, the very first president of the United States, George Washington, received a hatchet as a gift. Man, this is dangerous. He then apparently was left unattended To chop his father's cherry tree. How do you celebrate that? Six years old, running through the orchard with a hatchet.
8: Giggle, 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 giggle.
0: Today on President's Day, we celebrate that man. Does that sound crazy, guys? We also celebrate the return of this man. I think I'm going to come back. I want to say the word triumphant. A man who, while not giving his child a hatchet, did
17: once abandon him in a graveyard. I remember my kids were so bad in church one time that my wife and I dropped them off in the cemetery. <laughs> Pulled over and said, go. Go on. Get the hell out of here. Bye,
5: Daddy. No
17: excuse.
0: <laughs> a monster. You're a monster. Hey. Who are you to judge? Maybe that kid will become a president. Sure, why not? Live from the Mercedes-Benz man cave, Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing, it's Dan Patrick.
17: Welcome to the program. It's hour two on this Monday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We're down at Danette. McLovin has a few more days off before he's back. He's threatened to call in a little bit later on, and I said to Fritzy, don't answer. Let him stay on vacation. We're good. Paulie's handling the poll question duties. We're fine. At least he's trying to handle the poll question duties. Eight seven seven three D P show, best and worst of the weekend. We'll get to your phone calls coming up in this second hour. Reggie Miller, he was part of the All Star Weekend for Turner. He'll join us. He was on the call last night with Marv and Chris Weber for the All Star Game. Did the new format save the All Star Game? We'll talk to Reg about that as well. Eight seven seven three D P show, our Twitter handle at D P show. And uh poll question. Polly, so far? Oh, this is a doozy by me. What place would you rather finish in, in an Olympic
11: event? Second place, where you get a medal, or fourth place and you're shut out? Ninety-eight percent
17: want second place and the medal. <laughs> but, yeah, but 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 you ask this as if you're going to convince. A, I guess you've changed. You've convinced two percent of our audience. Boom. <laughs> but it is weird that it's the ultimate
11: participatory trophy, and I'm not making fun of it historical sport where they invented a way that multiple people could be up there because second still means you lost but it could be the best you've ever performed it could be your personal best and time performance yeah etc yeah it's not all about the gold medal no like who would want a bunch of second place finishes in another
17: sport okay if i had five silvers or one gold anybody going with one gold Paulie's going with one gold, no doubt. You don't want any participatory. You give me twenty
11: silvers or one gold.
17: Twenty silvers? Yeah, I wanted, I want the one gold on the mantle. No, I would take twenty silvers. Twenty silvers shows consistency. You're, you're a one and done. But that's like, kind of like the Buffalo Bills. Well, we view that differently when you lose a Super Bowl, right? uh, Silver doesn't feel like a loss. Yeah, you did. You get something. Yeah. You didn't lose; you just weren't as good, as fast, better than the person who won. Go. It doesn't, you know, sound as negative. Yes, for Fritz.
2: But look at tennis, like Wimbledon. You went all the way among the best tennis players in the world, and you got to the finals, and you lost. I have no problem with one gets the trophy and one gets the bowl, the plate, or whatever. You know, I think it would be terrible if one got the trophy and the runner-up of the of, of a major like that just gets absolutely nothing, just a handshake. Yeah.
17: All right. Well, that's the poll question, and uh, best and worst of the weekend. We'll get to your phone calls coming up. We were wondering about this with LeBron James, that LeBron James is 33 years of age. LeBron has been a household name for 16 years. He's been a household name almost as long as he hasn't been a household name because when he was 17, he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And he's been under the microscope ever since then. He's been famous worldwide for 16 of his 33 years. And when he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated, you know, like he's the king. Like this is this is the next great player. It's the next Michael Jordan. And he seemed very comfortable in his skin in be being that and becoming a whole lot more. He's got success. He's got power. He's got power with Hollywood. You you look at the money. Everything he has. Everything. He's one of the power brokers in sports. So when LeBron was talking about President Trump and critical of President Trump. Laura Ingram from Fox said that LeBron should just shut up and stick to dribbling. Now, she did say that, you know, for somebody who left high school a year early, which he didn't, so I don't know what kind of information she got, but right away you're already losing your credibility or some of it when you're saying, oh, you know, shut up and just dribble a basketball. You know, for somebody who left high school a year early, you shouldn't be, you know, talking about anything other than basketball. And and here's the issue. Look, Fox can put on whoever they want to talk about these issues, and, and that, that's, you know, that's their programming. I'm fine with that, same thing I do. I put on who I want to put on. For so many years, we wanted Michael Jordan to speak up about injustice, and, and Tiger Woods, and Derek Jeter, right? You know, Jim Brown, the Hall of Fame running back, famous for calling out, you know, Tiger and Michael Jordan, like, why don't you speak up about social injustice? Why don't you, why don't you speak up about these things that affect our community. So LeBron does that, and then Laura Ingram tells him to shut up and stick to dribbling a basketball. You can't have it both ways here. I love the fact that LeBron James put himself out there. If Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods and Derek Jeter weren't comfortable, that's fine. That's on them. I don't, it's not, I don't even have to agree with what one of these athletes says. I don't have to agree with what Colin Kaepernick does or says. Malcolm Jenkins. I don't have to agree with it, but I, I have to look at it and understand that you're putting yourself out there. You're willing to be involved in the conversation. You're looking, is there a solution? Can I just sit here and just play a game? You know, th- then if you don't say anything, then somebody's going to say, how do you just play basketball and you don't care about these social issues? You don't care about gun laws or the NRA or, yeah." You know, so these athletes are put in a real, conundrum there are you gonna say something and if you and if you don't why not and then if you do hey why don't you just stick and look i'm sure somebody is texting or emailing me now or tweeting me now to say hey why don't you just stick to sports well this is sports these are our athletes we talk more about what is real in the world in the because of sports and sports is the vessel that allows us to talk about these issues we talk about race or religion we talk about culture and in other parts of life, we don't do that. We're afraid to talk about that. But LeBron James, if he wants to say something, I'm glad he did. Here's what his response was to Laura Ingram from Fox to tell him to shut up and stick to dribbling.
13: We will definitely not uh shut up and dribble. I will definitely not do that. I mean too much to... Um... To society, I mean too much to the youth. I mean too much to the to so many kids that feel like they don't have a way out and they need someone to help lead them out of the situation they're in. He's not fireable.
17: like he 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 employs people. he's not losing his job by speaking up. You know if the commissioner has an issue where he says somebody has gone a little too far or what your you know critiques are, you know this isn't where he's employed by ESPN and Jamel Hill is going to say something about the president. You know, they, her job could be in jeopardy, or maybe was in jeopardy. LeBron's job is not in jeopardy. But I applaud him for him, the willingness to say something. Instead of putting his head in the sand and then going about his business, basketball business. So, Laura, in- and then Laura Ingram says, well, why don't you come on my show? Like, I mean, it's, that's so phony. To do that. Hey, I really don't know who you are and what you do, but you dribble a basketball and you make a lot of money. Hey, could you come on and help out my show? Now I want you to talk. Like, what changed that now you want him to come on your show and talk? You yes, know, see? He... Because it was just
20: a week ago that she didn't value his opinion no. and said, this is what you get when you listen to people who make a hundred million dollars to bounce a basketball. Now all of a sudden, this is a, a viable topic for a show and a good
17: discussion to have. It's so phony. But it, you know, the research is shallow on that. That, that's the sad part of it. Is, you know, if you if you understand what LeBron James, you know, the environment he grew up in he grew up in a, in a household with no father, he's married, got children, uh, inner city, what he's done with the school systems there. I mean, I shouldn't have to go down the resume, but if she went down his resume, then you can say, I'd love to have you on to talk about this. But when you denigrate him and then you go, hey, why don't you come on the show and talk? Wait, you didn't care about my opinion, but now you do. All right. Um, now, I, I was just—I I, I think it's easy to go. Oh, you just play basketball. Oh, you just talk sports. You know, you're a person. You're a citizen. You're a husband. You're a father. You're a businessman. And, and 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 it's not the opinion. It's it's that you have the the ability, the right to be able to say that. And it goes back to Colin Kaepernick when people go, "Why do you hang his jersey in your man cave?" And I said, "Well, I." I respect somebody who's willing to put themselves out there. I may not like everything that he said, and I don't like everything that he said. I didn't like the, the, the socks that he wore, uh, you know, depicting you know police officers as pigs or the Fidel Castro T-shirt. You know, those were messages that it, it felt like diluted what he was really trying to say. Uh, but I, I respect somebody who is going to say something in, in a situation like that and never viewed it as somebody who was desecrating the flag. He wanted the most eyeballs on what he was doing, and he chose to do it at that moment. Do I think that he was anti-military, anti-America? No, I didn't. Uh, But but that doesn't mean I like his everything that he did in his approach, but I do respect these athletes. And it's the same with LeBron James. He's willing to do it, and I respect that. 16 After the Hour, Dan Patrick Show. Coming up, Friday, March 2nd, Bruce Willis is starring in Eli Roth's reimagination of the original action film. Do you remember that movie, Death Wish? Charles Bronson. Yes. Charles Bronson was a badass. Yeah, yeah, he was. His wife and daughter brutally attacked. A family man morphs into basically a badass revenge machine. The system fails him, so he takes matters into his own hands. That's what Death Wish is all about. You're going to find yourself asking, "How far would you go to protect your family? Is this right or wrong?" Bruce Willis makes the uh, modern-day vigilante both a force to reckon with and humanizing it as well. So full of swagger, with a bit of that classic Willis wink—you uh, know, that subtle humor. Yeah, Pauline. Bonus covers: Elizabeth Shue is in this movie. Ooh, bonus coverage. Is—is is that Bruce Willis's wife? I'm not saying Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, I like that. Don't miss Death Wish in Theaters Friday, March 2nd, as Bruce Willis recreates, reimagines the Charles Bronson great film Death Wish. March second, theaters nationwide. Energy
0: haunted team. And waste some energy. No problem. It's got leaky windows. And no added insulation.
4: Whee! This house is
10: under attack by Energy Hogs. They show up anywhere energy's wasted. The washer, it's not energy star rated. You have the power to get rid of Energy Hogs.
0: Someone's home. And he's
10: got energy-efficient light bulb! Ah! Go to EnergyHog.org for fun games and lots of hog-busting tips. EnergyHog.org. That's it. Get out of there. Wait for me. Brought to you by the Alliance to Save Energy, the Department of Energy,
3: and the Ad Council. As an expectant mom, I'm especially at risk for serious flu-related complications. That's why the CDC and American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists recommend that pregnant women like me get both the H1N1 and seasonal flu vaccines. Vaccination is safe and is the most effective way to protect ourselves and our babies. For more information and to get the facts, go to flu.gov. Together, we can all fight the flu. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Adina Mento. This is a song I wrote that's really an exploration of who I am and what I stand for at this point in my life. This is Jasmine Oster, a local health worker in Bangladesh. What she stands for is helping children survive. Every day, Jasmine takes a stand against the common illnesses that can claim the lives of children in her remote village. When you help health workers like Jasmine, you can help the good go further at goodgoes.org. Brought to you by Save the Children and the Ad Council.
19: Ferry residents, Tooth speaking. Ah, uh, sorry, there's no credit fairy here. What's that? He magically raises your credit score? Yeah, there's no credit Ferry. But you can improve your credit by paying bills on time and keeping your credit card balances low. Money under your pillow? Sorry,
7: kids only. There's no magic to improving your credit, but there is help, and it's free. Go to CreditFairy.org. Brought to you by the Consumer Bankers Foundation, the Leadership Conference on Civil Rights Education Fund, and the Ad Council.
18: 145 winner over Team Steph. LeBron James was also the leading scorer of his team, 29 points. He was named the game's MVP. College Hoops, 19th ranked Wichita State, upset number 5 Cincinnati, 76-72. That ends the Bear Gators, uh, the Bearcats' 39-game home win streak. In racing, it was the number 3 car taking the checkered flag of the Daytona 500, this time with Austin Dillon behind the wheel rather than Dale Earnhardt heart golf. Bubba Watson won the Genesis Open at Riviera. I'm Deb Carson.
0: From Ben Maller to Clay Travis. That is A plus. Smack talk. From Dan Patrick to Colin Cowher, Stop. He's all over the map. From Rich Eisen to Doug
19: Gottlieb. I'm telling you what happened.
0: Okay. From Steve Gorman to JT the Brick and Jason Smith.
19: Take off your jockstrap. Okay. From
0: morning through you. the late Hey, hey, how you doing, bro? This is Fox Sports Radio.
17: We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. Reggie Miller in an hour. Got a stat of the day to bring you as well. 2018 Mercedes-Benz E-Class with a suite of innovative technologies. It's one of the most intelligent cars on the road. Go to mbusa.com or visit your local dealership to schedule your test drive today. Yeah, we got a sponsor now. The Man Cave is sponsored by Mercedes. That respectability just came into the building. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's all about brands. And uh, very happy partner with Mercedes Benz. Yes, Paulie.
11: I, I remember when I was a kid, there was a family in our town that was kind of the family who was doing well. They had a below ground pool, and the dad pulled up for school in a Mercedes. It was like a 300 diesel or something like yeah. that. I can I can remember the day, and and my buddy buddy Todd let me sit in the back, no seat belts back then.
17: Do you remember that two seater, 280? Yes, I think like the SEL. Yeah.
11: I, I was out in California, and my family went out there when I was eight years old and we went to Univers- um, Warner Brothers or whatever uh, NBC and Johnny Carson had a parking spot and he
20: had a red with leather interior Mercedes mm. convertible mm. I was like, Whoa. Mm. they wouldn't let us near it though
17: yeah see yeah.
20: and it's it's a fitting sponsor too because if you go back right to when you were starting this show and you were like trying to round out who the crew is going to be, you were like, I want the best or nothing. Which is is now, that what I
17: said? And then Mercedes took that slogan, and, right?
20: And so now it's like it's all coming full circle. It's oh. like the best or nothing, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, that makes sense." So yeah, what did I that. get?
17: The, the nothing. Well, <laughs> no. mm. so it's close. It's close. All right, best and worst of the weekend, Fritzie. I'll start with you.
2: Best of the weekend, I'm going J.J. Watt. He's going to be receiving an honorary doctorate from the Baylor College of Medicine for his Hurricane Harvey recovery efforts. It's going to be a commencement ceremony at the end of May, so he's going to be honored by uh, Baylor College of Medicine. I thought that's pretty cool. Worst of the weekend, Northwestern, a chance to take down the number two team in the country, Michigan State, blows a 27-point lead at home. They only scored 11 points, the Wildcats, in the second half, fall to the Spartans.
11: Falling best and worst of the weekend. couple best. USA Women's Hockey has advanced to the gold medal game, Women's Hockey. Against Canada. Again. Oh, that's fantastic. Always really good TV. And Daryl Wallace Jr., also known as Bubba Wallace Jr., finishes second
20: in the Daytona 500. Google it. Read about it. Very important for the sport. no O'Connor, best and worst. Best of the weekend, uh women's snowboarding in the Olympics has been phenomenal. And those girls, they're really like pushing the limits and, and pushing the sport forward uh, for females, which has been really awesome. And a lot of, so how many of these kids are like 17? I know. That seems like the youngest
17: group of Olympiads I can remember. But you're also looking at what the X Games has done to the rest of the world. So the rest of the world, you know, we didn't see this in the Olympics until recently. And then all of a sudden that they put these events in the Olympics and these kids around the world were looking at this saying, I can do that or I want to do that or that's a cool thing. If we didn't have the X Games events, how many medals would we have? It wouldn't, it wouldn't even be a sport. And, and how much interest would, would we have in the Winter Games? That, you know, the fact that the Olympics adopted these X Games, I'm not going to say out of desperation, but, you know, out of necessity, you needed younger, a younger audience, younger demos watching. And because of the X Game events, I think that you've gotten that. Sean White might be the most high profile name. Yeah. It, of the athletes, yeah. of our athletes, there, yeah, yeah, Pauline. Do
11: you guys believe that the snowboarders are listening to music when they go down on the runs, or they're just putting playing with the the them because they're sponsored by Bose and other headphone companies? It seems like it'd be distracting. Well, you got your helmet on, so I don't, I don't know if anybody. They and I, all have their headphones in. Almost all of them. I saw them tweaking their headphones
17: with their with their helmet on. Yeah, yeah. I,
11: I saw definitely. I saw a bunch of the female uh, snowboarders tweaking their volume or what they're listening to. Right before we went down on the run. Hmm.
20: I think most do listen to music. And I think it's obviously, yeah, it's a great sponsorship and a way to make some extra cash. But I know, uh, I think most of them do are actually listening to like their like song that sort of pumps them up. But then
17: you could do that and it might be like a teaching aid too that there's certain moments in your run where you know with a certain song of where you are. Like, it could, it could give you cues. Like, it, it could be a beneficial part of what you're doing. If you're listening to the music, knowing when this beat happens or this vocal happens, this is where I need to be. So I, I, I could understand that. Yeah, see. My worst of the weekend is, uh, making
20: the NBA All-Star team and not playing. Like, asking to sit. Oh, why? Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler, dude. One, he's awesome and people want to see him play, but then uh, if you're tired, then why take the spot? Give it to somebody else who didn't get in. If you're not going to play, then why even
17: do it? Was he on record as saying that he didn't want to play? That he that he told Mike D'Antoni that, hey, I'm cool. I don't need to play. Well, it would be odd for the coach to bench somebody in the All Star game, yeah, without it being. But I didn't know if he. I didn't know if he said,
20: "Hey, you know, I'm I'm tired." Or well, I saw something online that had said that uh, Jimmy Butler was like, "Hey, ah, you know, don't worry about getting me into too many rotations here. I'm good," and that it was a rest thing. Hmm. Which I mean, you don't have to play in the game. I
17: get that, but then why take the spot from somebody else? Unless he gets a bonus, unless there's something attached to that, you do make money even on the losing team. But I, I, I don't know. Did anybody else not? How many minutes did Al Horford get? I don't know why I obsess over Al yeah, Horford. He's the one. That, I, they go I, back. To- I, I just don't think he's an all star. Like I was shocked that Al Horford made the all star team. So was he. <laughs> he's hasn't he, he, he had vacation plans. Like he was taking the misses somewhere. He's like, Oh god, that all star <laughs> thing again. They're like, Hey man, congratulations. Like, okay. Whatever, guys. Oh great. I averaged fourteen and seven for a reason. But but is that I think he's a five time All Star, isn't he? Has Al Horford made as many All Star teams as Grant Hill did?
11: Al Horford Oh my gosh. He's five all-star games in and he's never averaged more than
17: 18 points a game in his career. I, I don't know how that happens. This isn't like baseball. Remember baseball? They would take like one representative from each team, <laughs> you know, and representing the Pittsburgh Pirates. Say hello to Jason Kendall. You know, this is, you know, from the Atlanta Hawks, somebody had to make the team Al Horford. That's not an actual sound. No, it's not. That, that's not an actual PA announcer, but I, I always, do you think that this all-star format do you think the new format saved the All-Star game? Do you think, and now if you have the draft and you have a televised draft, you know, they still have to go play the game. It feels like a lot of times it's what happens prior to the game, leading up to the game, and then you watch the game, and then it feels like it's just sort of back and forth, everybody having fun, which I'm okay with that because I'm not in the target demo here. For what the NBA wants to do, if if you're somebody in your 40s or 50s, 60s, and you're watching this, you're probably going, play some defense. Whereas your son or daughter may be going, this is awesome. But they did play defense at the very end. I like how Durant was patting himself on the back because he played some defense there at the end against Steph Curry. Yes, It he... feels
20: like there's way more buzz about this All-Star game than there has been in years. Yeah. So really, it's just starting from the team selection. Uh, right up through now the end of the event. This is,
17: I can't remember a time that we talked about it this much. I think, I think it was, there was progress made there. Let's not do one of those pregame shows again. You know, I, I'm, I'm going to assume when it gets to Charlotte next year, it won't look like what they did in Los Angeles, which was abominable. Um, you know, it, you can celebrate these players, have fun with them. The draft, I think, would be great if it's live and you're able to see the reaction of players when they're selected, uh, who took them, in what round they took them. Uh, I do think, and you know, Reggie Miller brought this up. It's something I brought up to Reggie, I don't know how many, it may have been a year or a little longer, where I said, why not have some of the legendary three-point shooters partner with some of today's stars and have a three-point shooting contest where... Somebody from yesteryear is going to have one rack. Like, they get two of the racks, and then the younger player gets three racks. And and you have teams competing in the three-point shooting contest. I think that would be fun to get some of those older players back, see how they would do, and that you would have teams that would go into that so I do like that they they're going to televise the draft. I think that that's fun too. And if you get, I I like that it's mixed up that, that you had Kyrie with LeBron and you had Durant. First of all, you know LeBron had what three or four guys who were injured. Like he had an incredible team. Then he have John Wall and Demarcus Cousins. Weren't they on his team? And he he didn't have them. Like I looked at LeBron's team and I went, they should win easily. Now they won by three. But it was, it was fun, it was fun to watch. More fun than I thought it was going to be. Lucas in Colorado before we take a break. Hey Luke. Hey guys, how are y'all? Good, good, what do you have?
5: Hey, uh, just wanted to give a uh, quick, uh, shout out to the back row, a halfway circuit back row, but uh, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, I'll go worst first. The whole Olympic athlete from Russia thing is just kind of weird. It's yeah. like, are we really punishing them or do we still let them play? It's just like, I, I don't know, it's really odd. But, um, I'll, I'll give my best, uh, you know, hey to Fritzy from one big Astro fan to another, you know, excited for spring training. Uh, hey, quick, uh, Fritzy, quick question. Uh, if we were to go watch a spring training game, would I meet you in Florida or Arizona? Need some direction to help. I'm sure, I'm sure a big fan like you could let me know though. Hey, thanks a bunch, guys. Thank What's
17: you, those? Lucas. Thank you, Lucas. I
2: think we'd be hanging out in Kissimmee, Florida. I hope I'm right about that. Kissimmee? 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 No, I won't. If they're still there. I'm pretty sure it's Florida. No, you're a big Astros. Astro fan. Ninos Cabell. Yes. Luke,
17: I think Lucas was setting you up there because he, sure he did say, suck it back row. And then he goes, hey, Fritzi, if we go see an Astros game, where are we going? I think it was a test.
2: I know all about the 86 Astros.
17: Yes, Paul. It's in Kissimmee, Florida. Okay. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, Kissimmee. Take that. Florida. Lucas. Um, Lucas. Lucas from Colorado.
20: Another, uh, another Broncos Astros fan, by the way which is interesting. I'm assuming he's in Colorado, so he's going to be a Broncos fan, right? That's at least
2: two in the world. Yeah, what is that? It's very odd. It's some kind of orange and blue thing. At least back then, before the Astros kept changing. Yeah, they got
17: different colors now.
2: Was your dad a Bronco fan? Was not. He liked the Steelers and the Packers. And he liked the Atlanta Braves. Wait, like, you baseball. can't like the
17: Steelers and the
11: Packers. He did.
2: He liked the, he liked those legendary kind of teams.
17: He was big
11: on the Packers in the '60s, and then he switched over to the Steelers in the in, '70s. I'm not sure why. And then the
17: Cowboys, and then the Niners like... after that. <laughs> oh, so he's just like you what? know, kids now. Big runner. What was that all about? Oh, I know. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. Best and worst of the weekend. Got a stat of the day as well. Right after this, Dan Patrick Show.
9: America's favorite fella.
0: iHeartRadio. Radio. Overnights will never be the same.
16: So that's another cliche we can get rid of.
0: It's the Ben Maller Show. iHeartRadio. Radio.
16: A couple of Philadelphia Eagles, but one in particular here in this case for the purposes of our conversation right now, they are going full on, over the top, in your face, and I'm going to stomp you out towards the Patriots. Now if you haven't been paying attention to this kind of stuff, because I don't know, it was the weekend... Uh, maybe you've missed it. The Eagles' offensive tackle, Lane Johnson, taking some shots at the New England Patriots. Uh, and we actually have the audio on this, and uh, hopefully we can play that. But Lane Johnson, I'll give you the, the brief summary here. He said he'd much rather win one Super Bowl while having fun than win five of them in what he called a fear-based organization. Uh, that being the New England Patriots, uh, Lane Johnson in a podcast interview over the weekend dropping these bombshells, right? This revelation, uh, from Lane Johnson. Now, that was just the tip of the iceberg. The fear-based organization though, that's the headliner, right? That's the headliner that went all over the place. Like, oh my God, he, he called the Patriots a fear-based organization. You can't, how could he do that? All right, do we have the audio on this? All right, we have the audio. Here's uh, a little more uh, from Lane Johnson, offensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles on the Patriot.
9: The Patriot way is it's a fear-based organization. Obviously, do they win? Hell yes, they win. They won for a long time. Do I think people enjoy? You can say, I had a lot of fun playing there. No, I don't. Are they successful? But when they go to interviews, they act like robots. I, I would much rather have fun and, and, and win a Super Bowl than be miserable. All
16: right, so he wants to... He'd rather win one Super Bowl, what he said, and then you know go to five, win five, and be miserable. So that was the the wisdom of one Lane Johnson of the Eagles. So let's talk about this. The uh, good line there, bleeping robots. All right. So the question is, does this say more about Lane Johnson or more about the Patriots? All right. It obviously says more about Lane Johnson. Now, my viewpoint on this: you've got extra salty, acquired taste, and beating the odds. Right, you got those three things, and as a listener called it last week, he said, this is the Mallard mashup, so do the Mallard mashup. I'll combine all those things. I will bind all of this together. Now, first of all, we begin with uh, something that I do believe in. You win the Super Bowl. You can do the victory lap. You can dress like a clown at your parade. You can be the leprechaun, and you can wear the genie costume, the whole thing. Mazel talk. Good for you. To the victor goes the trash talk. And it is refreshing that Lane Johnson still has this deep-rooted grudge against the Patriots. You would think that in the the follow-up after the Super Bowl, right? Toast of the Delaware Valley, that Lane Johnson, winner of the Super Bowl, right? Part of a Super Bowl winning team, that all of that success would help wash away hostility and bad blood. And if you thought that, you would be wrong. Uh, Lane Johnson is selling bags of sodium. I, I mean, when he gets his, his fries, he puts extra salt on top here. Extra salty French fries. Look, Lane Johnson is 27 years old. Uh, he's been around the NFL a handful of years now, and he sounds really grumpy. Right? He sounds really like he's like he's really upset. There's like a you know 65, 75 year old guy getting off my lawn. How dare you! Did Bill Belichick say something nasty that we don't know about? Maybe Belichick was quoted somewhere saying something about about Lane Johnson. iHeart Radio. I'm a woman, hear me roar! It's
0: the Ben Maller Show. My oh my. Don't miss him again. IHeartRadio. Radio. Weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
17: Uh, Paulie just told me as I uh, came back on my side of the man cave that the I-team has a correction. I didn't know the I-team had a report, but apparently the I-team has a correction.
11: According to hardcore Astros fan Todd Fritz, the Astros train in Kissimmee, Florida, which is Kissimmee. Yeah. They actually no longer train in Kissimmee or Kissimmee or anywhere like that. It's West Hunt, Palm Beach, and they're going to the second year. But it's still Florida.
17: It's definitely the state of Florida,
2: but
11: yeah. it's
17: a big state, though. Yeah.
2: That would have been really bad if I would have said, yeah, they're in Mesa. <laughs> go check them out in Tucson in that <laughs> March.
17: I always tell people if you're going to spring training, go to Scottsdale. Because if you're in Scottsdale, you can go and see probably six or seven teams. And and that stadium at Scottsdale, where the Giants uh, have their home, is, is really a great stadium to go see minor league baseball. The atmosphere is great. And I, I just – I think you can see more things, more teams in Scottsdale – and the weather you can count on. You know, you're not going to be dealing with afternoon rain. You're going to. I just found that to be a lot more enjoyable. That I, we got to see the uh, the A's, uh, the White Sox, Cubs, uh, Dodgers. Now, uh, the Giants out there, and you know, you're able to Padres. You're able to see these teams uh, on a regular basis, and you didn't have to drive that far. Yes, uh, Seaton. I
20: think we have one other correction here too. Uh, Jimmy Butler apparently had the flu. So he didn't
17: play. Oh,
20: okay. Well, (laughs) that changes (laughs) things. I
17: I wondered why he said he didn't want to play. Yeah. Yeah. So no offense, Jimmy. Yeah. Just wanted to see you play. But apparently if you have the flu, then you probably don't want to play. Yeah, get comes, sick. So we're talking about the All-Star game prior to the show, and Stephen <laughs> goes, man, I, I, that I, I, I don't get a Jimmy Butler. Like, that's the last thing I was probably going to bring up with the All-Star game. Why did Jimmy Butler play? Yeah, like Jimmy Butler's playing time. And I'll, I go, um, I don't know. He goes, well, why would he come in and not? You know, take up a roster spot? He doesn't want to play. Did he come there to rest? And I go, I, I don't know. Oh, flu. He was under he got the, the weather. Got yeah. to, does it say? DNP flu. DNP coach's decision. Coach's decision. Yes, for
2: two. It's tough wheeling that IV around the court and everything like that. <laughs> Talk about squeaking. That's because you can't have that. <laughs> Wearing a surgical mask around your mouth. They don't need that.
17: Kevin in Atlanta. Kevin, what do you have for me today?
13: Dan, how are you? Hi, Kevin. Four two four. Hey, six four two forty. I wanted to know if you, if the, if the I team has ever had the best and worst of the weekend from the same athlete.
17: Um, Paulie, I nice. okay. uh, gotta check the files. Any of the dentists, an athlete, give you the best and worst? Mm-hmm. Let I, let I'm tell
13: you why. Okay, go ahead. Look, Dan, okay, this weekend, Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson played at the Genesis Open at yep. Riviera. Yeah. And he also played in the Celebrity All Star Game.
17: Oh.
13: In the um, NBA All Star Game, okay? okay? Yep. So you can figure out which is the best and the worst. Yeah. But he, th- he, did, he ignored his wife's advice, and she told him not to go in the paint. <laughs> He went in the paint, and Tracy McGrady made sure he knew he was in the paint. But he did come back, and he won the, the
5: Genesis Open.
17: All right. Well, Kevin, that might be a first. Yes, Polly. Bubba got the
11: ball in the corner. He was all alone. It took about six steps. Then he put down a dribble and tried a little runner <laughs> over
17: T-Mac, and T-Mac <laughs> put it in row three. <laughs> how did Beebs do? I always want to know how Beebs does. Ball. People say he's got game. Yeah, he, he got a handle on there. Yeah, now he can ball. But that's like they said with Prince. Yeah. Oh man, Prince can play. Prince can ball Prince, Yeah, he'll ball out, man. <laughs> ball out, man. That's the best. Yeah. I just can't imagine Prince out there in high heels, in like, you know, an outfit, making sure you don't touch, hey, don't touch the hair. But Beebs is out there. I think somebody, uh, somebody sent one of his shots into the, uh, into the rafters. Beebs. Yeah, cause you know everybody's like, and he's coming down the court. He's like, Nah, I got Biebs this time. I'm gonna DM up. Nah, I got Biebs. Yeah, you know, you never want somebody to yell out, "Hey, I got," you yeah. know, because it always seems like, wait, I, I would hope that somebody say, "I don't, I don't got him. I don't want him." Like either you think I stink or you're about to kick yeah. on me. Yeah, one of those two things. Yeah. Hey, I got him. Play a pickup game in New York City, they'd be like, I got him. Like all, all the guys would be yelling, I got him. I got, him, pointing <laughs> towards me. I'm like, you, everybody can't guard me. Like you only need one guy. Oh, uh, Noah in Pennsylvania. Hi, Noah. What do you have for me?
5: Hey, DP, how's it going? Good, sir. Uh, I want to give my best, uh, just Joe, Joe Joe's performance at that all-star game. I mean, Sixers in general, general have been red hot the past week and he just rode that high really showed what he got uh, in that game, played some bully ball against Braun when he was covering him. Yeah. Got to the rack real nice. Worst would have to be Fergie's rendition of the National Anthem. I love the National Anthem, but, man, Fergie, I'm surprised you guys haven't touched on that yet. It was all over social media, at least my account with how awful it was. I heard it myself. You could see the players' faces during it. It, it was not too pretty. Uh, thanks, DP. All right.
17: Yeah, we mentioned that at the beginning of the show. I love Ferg's. That was not a good rendition. And you know, Barkley had the line because it was kind of sultry and maybe a sexy version Was, was of the, the singing bad or was the rendition bad? Like is it, she
11: didn't go Carl Lewis on you. Did he?
17: No, no, it wasn't. I mean, she's a professional singer, but I, I don't know what she was hoping to accomplish. You know, I'd like to, I, I would be curious what it, what she was saying. Hey, this is, it, it felt like. Like if Amy Winehouse was going to do it, you know, but there was it was almost like there should have been smoke and and it should have been like a nightclub. A little too much Betty Davis eyes to
20: it or something like that's not really where you're going with the the anthem. Yeah, but
17: I you could see that the players were like, oh, boy, like, don't put the camera on me. No, it it just wasn't. it, It was disjointed. It wasn't it wasn't a comfortable listen. Yes, for two.
2: What if she was singing on top of a piano like a Baker Boys of thing, yeah, That
17: would make more sense. You, you could have had her in that Michelle Pfeiffer role with the, Ooh. you know, the fabulous Baker Boys. Okay. Like she could have been sprawled on a piano doing it. And it would have been like more sense. Uh, like I would have understood it. Like there. Jessica
11: Rabbit type of thing? Yes,
17: yes. But, Barkley said I need a cigarette after. So he's watching her and a very that, se- sexual. Isn't
11: that a good thing? Mm. Was it smoky
17: bad or it, smoky good? Uh, there's probably more smoky bad than smoky good. But as soon as it started, and then, I I like the anthems to be quick. Like, let's, like, you know, just do it in a traditional way. It's, you know, you don't have to do anything fancy with it. Just get in, get out, and then everybody moves on. Like Pink at the Super Bowl. You know, she battled the flu, Takes out gum or a lozenge and then belts it out. I mean that was that was great. Uh, but Fergie was I don't know. And maybe this is a a new since she's not with the black eyed peas and she's solo, maybe she's trying to be a different type of singer. Yes, for How
2: about those bare naked ladies? I was kind of oh, I was gonna text Seaton when I saw the bare naked ladies
17: doing the <laughs> anthem and, and Seaton is always like Oh my gosh. What but, do you have against the Bare
20: Naked Ladies? I don't have anything against the Bare Naked Ladies uh except that I've just I've seen them 10,000 times. Okay, live. but
17: what year is it where Bare Naked Ladies they're singing the Canadian anthem? Couldn't like can Drake do something, you know, could he just do a cameo? That would have been awesome. Yeah. Was Snow busy? What happened?
2: I I, I don't know. I, yeah, for a team. It was supposed to be Echo and the Bunning Men, and then it was Weezer, <laughs> and then it was garbage, they just kept bouncing back and forth, and finally the Bare Naked Ladies gets in.
17: No, they're not Canadian.
2: Maybe I Celine Dion.
17: <laughs> You've seen <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies quite a few times?
20: I have, yeah. 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 Almost every Christmas for like, <laughs> for many well, they years. Well, they did
17: the Espies one year. Yeah.
20: They're nice guys. They are oh, really, really nice. They guys.
17: were, they were very nice. I was just, I thought, you know, it's LA. You know, maybe they spent all the money on the Rob Riggle, Kevin Hart production, and they didn't have enough money to bring in somebody else. Maybe that's what it was. Yes. Do
2: they think somebody was? A- <laughs> that's <laughs> smash- national. No, no, that's smash-
17: national. I get confused. <laughs> <laughs> Never
2: tried, if, you know, I was wondering where they okay,
17: I, I, I'm right there with you. I do mistake those two. <laughs> I do I do confuse those. I always
20: did the smash mouth sugar ray thing where I mixed mix oh. them up.
2: <laughs> she always writes the wrong for me. That's the bed poster on the four point bed or something. Yeah, four four post, four post, post bed something. on my four post bed. Someday, some Can
11: anyone name the second
17: most popular smash mouth song? You get a day off, I think you I don't need. know I don't know the title of their their.
20: Is I second only to Bare Naked Ladies. I've probably seen Smash Mouth more than anybody else.
17: You know what? Maybe Smash Mouth was at the ESPYS. Maybe it wasn't Bare Naked Ladies. The shape of an L on your forehead. I remember we were at Radio City, and I I was coming out a side door, and I think I it's either Bare Naked Ladies or uh, what was the, what was the other one?
20: Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. Yeah.
17: I'm a believer. I,
20: they did a cover of that song. They that did the Monkeys on a Believer? Yes,
11: Smash Mouth did uh, Walking on the Sun. Okay, Cover or not a cover? Sun is heard-
20: well be walking on the sun. <laughs>
17: <laughs> That's it. That's exactly how it sounds. Does it say, can you Google to see which one performed at the SPs? Google actually laughed at me when I said <laughs> <laughs> like, What are you doing with your life? All right. <laughs> I'm checking now. <laughs> we'll take a break. More phone calls after this. <laughs>
16: What would happen if you didn't follow the established path? Would you feel scared or proud? Could you explain that helping the people of Peru improve their own community would also have an effect on your own? Would you rather make your own way or spend a lifetime saying, what if? Life is calling. How far will you go? Peace Corps. To find out more, call 1-800-424-8580 or go to peacecorps.gov.
1: Hey, it is Ryan Seacrest here. Bullying is a real problem in our schools. And luckily, there are teachers with ideas on how to stop bullying for good. But it's going to take a little help. DonorsChoose.org is an online charity that makes it easy for you to help out a teacher. Hook up with Chase and Clear Channel Communities in supporting DonorsChoose.org and pick from over 25,000 classroom requests. Thanks to the leadership of Chase, every dollar you donate will be matched up to $250,000. Go to DonorsChoose.org slash Chase.
3: Brought to you by the Ad Council.
0: Hey, kid. Over here, inside your radio. Name's Ralph. I'm an energy hog. If you're going to waste energy in your home, I'm going to pig out on it. (laughs) Anyway, I got a deal for you. There's this new website called energyhog.org. Forget about it. It teaches kids how to get rid of us energy hogs. So you promise not to log on to energyhog.org, and I promise not to eat your radio. Deal? A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. Fox Sports trending now. No, you
18: know, it's not a real game, but the All-Star game was fun and came down to the wire. Curry looking for the three. Curry team. Curry can't find it. By and what And Steve LeBron. 148 148-145 on TNT. Team LeBron bested Team Steph. And LeBron James was the game's leading scorer. 29 points. He was named the game's MVP. College hoops, these ones counted. These games did count. 19th-ranked Wichita State upset. 5th-ranked Cincinnati 76-72. That ends the Barricades' 39-game home win streak. Sixth-ranked Purdue, top Penn State 76-73. Eighth-ranked Ohio State lost to number 22 Michigan, 74-62 Wolverines. 12th-ranked Duke, top 11th-ranked Clemson 66-57. Golf Bubba Watson won the Genesis Open at Riviera for the third time, finishing 12 under par. In Sunday's 60th running of the Daytona 500, it was the number 3 car taking the checkered flag, this time with Austin Dillon behind the wheel. Last time the three-car won. It was Dale Earnhardt, Sr., won it 20 years ago for the first time. And sadly, yesterday was 17 years to the day in which Earnhardt was killed in an accident in the final lap. USA women's hockey team advanced to the gold medal game. They will face Canada Thursday. I'm Deb Carson. We
0: what? What you, got? you know, will you want it? When it happens in the sports world. You know we got it. From the one and done's in college hoops. To the shade being tossed in the NBA. What's it up here? Grown men driving in circles out, out, to grown men skating on ice in circles with sticks.
16: What's the goes in front,
0: shoots and scores! Whatever sport it is, you know we've got it on Fox Sports Radio.
17: Got a stat of the day coming up. Reggie Miller in a half hour from now. 877-3DP show more of your phone calls. Paulie says we have a new poll question today.
11: I want to bring up that basketball one. If you could take any of these NBA Hall of Fame candidates and have them on your team for their entire career and they're healthy. So you get a healthy Grant Hill. Okay. okay. Ray Allen, Grant Hill, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash, or Chris Weber, you
17: get their, their, a 10 year chunk of the best of them. Okay. But in, in Grant Hill's, Situation: We're saying it's a healthy Grant Hill. Yes. these are all Hall of Fame finalists or Hall of Famers. Yes, a Hall of Fame finalist for two thousand. Hall of Fame finalist. Okay. Yeah, I said I'd take Steve Nash. You know, Jason Kidd became a little better three-point shooter, but Steve Nash is still a far better shooter. And I'm going to get same number of uh, assists. I won't get. Uh, and Jason Kidd was a better defender, and will give you more rebounds. But I, I would take Steve Nash if I was building my team. Because I've got a great point guard, and it feels like you have to have a great point guard, all of these teams. And, yes, LeBron is a point guard, in my opinion. All right, let me see. I got, so that's the new poll question? Yeah. Okay. Adam Silver also floated this. Now, he doesn't float things unless it feels like there's some traction with it. That's always been my feeling, certainly with Adam Silver. He's one of those guys that doesn't feel like he's good at lying. Some of the other commissioners that I've been involved with, they're probably a little better at that. Maybe deception is a better word here. Adam Silver talking about maybe you just recede, you have the best teams and it doesn't matter if they're in the east or the west. I got the feel, well let me, let me let you hear from Adam Silver and then I, I'm going to float this out here and you can tell me if I'm crazy or not. Here is uh, the commissioner talking about having the two best teams
2: play for the title. You'd like to have a format where your two best teams are ultimately going to to meet in the finals. And and obviously, if it's the top team in the East and the top team in the West, I'm not saying this is the case this year, but you could have a situation where the top two teams in the league are meeting in the conference finals or somewhere else. When we get to the playoffs, should we be be taking... Either the best 16 teams, or even if we go eight from the West, eight from the East, seeding one through 16 going into the into the playoffs, and that is something that has gotten serious attention, not not just recently, but over the last few years at the league office.
17: All right, now he talks about the big hurdle in something like this.
2: The obstacle is travel, and it's, it's not tradition, in my mind at least. It's that as we've added an extra week to the regular season, as we've tried to reduce the number of back-to-backs, that we are concerned about teams crisscrossing the country in the first round.
17: Okay, the big issue is not that. The big issue is a balanced schedule. If you're going to go through the Western Conference right now, that's a whole lot tougher than going through the Eastern Conference. That, to me, is the bigger issue. I'm going to flute this out there, because I've heard the commissioner talking about it, and I think we're inching closer towards that. It almost feels like it's a preemptive strike if LeBron James happens to go west. Because if LeBron leaves and goes west, how many interesting teams do you have in the East? The Celtics, right? I mean, Toronto, Sixers, maybe a year away, Bucks, we don't know if they're going to take that next step, but You've got established teams. If LeBron went to Houston or San Antonio or even the Lakers, then all of a sudden, you know, you may have to look at the playoff schedule differently, the playoff format differently. But if I'm LeBron, now, I don't know if this factors in at all. But if if you stay in the East and you know, you know, i got to beat one or two teams to get back to the finals, where if you go West, then it might be a little bit different. And he's all about getting back to the finals and winning you know, a couple more championships, but that's what I thought. That the commissioner is looking at this, going with free agency here. Now we don't know what's going to happen with Kawhi Leonard. Did you see where Lamarcus Aldridge? I think it was Lamarcus Aldridge said he doesn't know if Kawhi Leonard's going to play the rest of this year. Seems to be a little bit more intrigue with that injury, an injury that I think Tony Parker had the same injury and was older and had a more serious injury, the same injury, and he came back. But uh, Kawhi Leonard and what's going on with the Spurs, very atypical of the San Antonio Spurs. But, yeah, just something to keep an eye on with that format because it feels like the commissioner would, would lean towards that. Travel would be an issue, but I still think having a balanced schedule. If I get to, you know, play some of these lesser teams in the East or I have to battle against, you know, the better teams in the West... On a more consistent consistent basis, that doesn't seem fair. Yes, Paul.
11: Could the commissioner shorten the season and change the playoff format simultaneously, so you cut down the season to you know maybe eight regular season games, and then the travel in the postseason seems a little less daunting? If they mix the West and
17: the East. Well, I I don't know how big a travel how big travel is. You know, my problem is that they travel isn't an issue now, and they spread out the finals far too long. You know, you do have that luxury of time in there because it feels like you got, hey, we're going to play on Thursday or uh, Wednesday and your next game is on Sunday. And then the next game will be the following Wednesday. It just feels like there's too much time in there. But we'll talk to Reg about that. Reg called the game. Uh, he was there with the All-Star weekend. By the way, Dennis Smith Jr. should have been the slam dunk champ. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, you know, those are nice, but you're, you're jumping over Kevin Hart, who crouched, which I didn't understand. Like, it would have been great, it would have been funny if Kevin Hart was standing straight up, and Mitchell jumped over him. And if you're gonna wear a Vince Carter jersey, you better reenact a Vince Carter dunk. I had a problem with that. I like Larry Nance Jr., bringing back his dad's jersey, but that dunk by Dennis Smith Jr., that's the best dunk I've seen. Long time. (laughs) that's saying a lot. All right, final hour coming up. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Back after this.
3: Hands can do incredible things. They made every sound in this piece of music. But nothing compares to using them to help save a life. If an adult suddenly collapses, call 911, then push hard and fast in the center of their chest until help arrives. It's called Hands Only CPR, and it's recommended by the American Heart Association. Visit handsonlycpr.org today. A message from the American Heart Association and the Ad Council.
14: Hey, parents. Introducing the Communicizer. Go from boring
0: old man speak. Oh, uh, you know, I'm here if you want to talk. To 100% off the chain.
16: Text me whenever, yo. I love you, Dad.
7: The is not available in stores because it doesn't exist But that's okay You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent Because kids in foster care don't need perfection They need you For more information on how you can adopt Go to AdoptUsKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt Us Kids and the
17: Ad Council
3: This is the story of Daniel Who was born two months early He weighed one pound seven ounces His lungs weren't ready His heart wasn't ready His brain wasn't ready At the hospital, the nurses said Daniel was a fighter, and they would do all they could to help him. The doctor said even with the best care, Daniel may never walk. He may never see. He may never learn. Daniel's parents spent night after night at the hospital, watching his every breath, holding his tiny hands, and looking for signs that he was growing stronger. At home, his parents looked around Daniel's empty nursery, at the quiet toys and the still rocker, and they hoped that one day they could sit in that rocking chair and tell this story to their very healthy son. Daniel's is just one of the more than 500,000 stories of babies born prematurely last year. But there's hope for a happy ending. The March of Dimes is funding the research and programs to stop premature birth. You can help bring more babies home healthy. Learn how at MarchOfDimes.com. Working together for stronger, healthier babies.
0: This is your station.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, boys
15: and girls.
0: This is Fox Sports Radio. On iHeartRadio. Sports trending now. In
18: Olympic news, the USA women's hockey team advanced to the gold medal game with a 5 nothing win over Finland in the Thursday championship game. It'll be the USA taking on Canada who shut out the Olympic athletes from Russia 5-0. On racing Sunday, Daytona 500 action. Dylan
10: leads the pack off turn number 4. No one ever thought he would contend for the win
18: but he's going to do it. He's going to win the 60th running of the Daytona 500. Austin Dillon taking a checkered flag in the number three car on Fox TV. Dale Earnhardt won his only Daytona 520 years ago in that three car. NBA All-Star game last night. Team LeBron was a 148-145 winner over Team Steph. LeBron named the game's MVP. He scored 29 points. 19th ranked Wichita State upset number five. Cincinnati 76-72 in college hoops. I'm Dev Carson. We are football.
0: Big story here. This is JT The Brick with Tom Looney.
18: Michigan
19: State Football Cup. Co- Coach, Mark D'Antonio's mm-hmm. annual contract extension was approved. I'm surprised by this, considering all the controversy surrounding that program know. now. And especially with the conduct of his football players when it comes to sexual assault. I think Michigan State, with the heat that's coming down, this to me is reckless.
0: This is JT The Brick with Tom Looney. No debate! Weekdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. On uh, Fox Sports Radio. Chip, 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 chip. from ben Maller to Clay travis that is a plus smack talk from dan patrick to colin cowherd stop he's all over the map from rich eisen to doug godley
19: i'm telling you what happened
0: okay from steve gorman to jt the brick and jason smith
19: take off your jock strap. okay
0: from morning we got, we got, through the late night hey, hey. how you doing bro this is fox sports radio iHeart Radio. Steve Gorman Sports. This is compelling stuff. This show has it all for you, the fans.
21: Sports.
0: Entertainment. Entertainment. Music. Pop. pow. Steve Gorman Sports.
21: Johnny Manziel. Johnny Football. Yes. How about this? Uh, a lot of information. Interviewed with, uh, he was on Good Morning America, and he is looking at things, I would say, quite differently. Listen to Johnny Football
13: watching other guys that are doing what i want to be doing and i'm sitting on the couch being a loser i had a sense of entitlement about what i had accomplished at the age that i had accomplished it and i got so ingrained only caring about what johnny wanted even when i thought i was doing what i wanted i was miserable are you still drinking no not drinking all. Uh, I'm not. Going back throughout the last couple years of my life, I was self-medicating with alcohol. Like, that's what I thought was making me happy and helped me get out of that depression to a point of where I felt like I had some sense of happiness.
21: Okay, so uh, to those two things, first of all, the sense of entitlement, no shot. I mean, everybody knew that. Everybody saw that. We all discussed it. The fact of the matter, if he's talking about... The, you know, we've heard him talk about drinking, talk about drugging, talk about trying to get his act together, and he's never used language that you you said you bought into. What about what he just, just said there? I
4: didn't hear I didn't hear the word sober out of his mouth. Are you drinking? I'm I'm not drinking right now. If you if you if you switch your life over to say, "Dude, I can't do this. My card right. is up. I, you can't punch my drink card anymore. You can't punch my drug card anymore. I've used them all up." Right. You come out there and say, "Man, I got my butt whipped." Got my yeah. butt whipped. I tried it for four years, running hard. It didn't work. I'm a sober guy now. Yeah. I got a new outlook on life, and my days are different these days than they are two years ago, or et cetera, et cetera. I still didn't hear it. I'm not knocking the kid because right. he went into uh, you know some heavy, heavy yeah. stuff there about what it takes for self medication and why he did it. I'm not bagging the guy. We we've, we've bagged him for years on this show. But we bagged him, especially me, knowing that, you the, know, we're the, saving a chair for you, buddy. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, right. the day's coming where you're going to come in and say, hey, I got a bit, bit of an issue I need some help with.
21: There was a little bit more to this. Johnny Menzel talking about the fact that he has been diagnosed. Listen to this.
13: I'm taking medication for bipolar, and, and I'm working um, to try and make sure that I don't fall back into any type of depression because I know where that leads me, and I know how slippery the slope that is
4: for me.
21: So okay, my first thought is well that that's a that's a lot on anybody's plate. It's that's that's, a
4: nasty thing, Steve. If you're bipolar, a, very, cer- very it certainly
21: bipolar. is. And if he has gotten that diagnosis and if that's accurate, and he's doing what he is suggested by doctors, of course it's like, hey, yeah. dude, all the best to you. I don't, I, when it's, here's the thing, when I look at Johnny Manziel for whatever it's worth, I'm just a kid, I'm just a guy sitting in Nashville, Tennessee, and he's just a kid out there, I don't even think about football, I don't see a football player, because like he said, he's been sitting on a couch for years, yep. he had a great college run, that's it.
0: You're listening to Steve Gorman Sports. Steve Gorman Sports. Listen everywhere. That's mind-boggling. iHeartRadio Radio. Weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio. story in school. At the age of six, the very first president of the United States, George Washington, received a hatchet as a gift. Man, this is dangerous. He then apparently was left unattended to chop his father's cherry tree. How do you celebrate that? Six years old, running through the orchard with a hatchet. Giggle, 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 giggle. Today on President's Day, we celebrate that man. Does that sound crazy, guys? We also celebrate the return of this man. I think I'm going to come back.
5: I want to say the word triumphant.
0: A man who, while not giving his child a hatchet, did once abandon
17: him in a graveyard. I remember my kids were so bad in church one time that my wife and I dropped them off from the cemetery pulled over and said go go on get the hell out of here bye daddy no excuse
0: a monster you're a monster hey Who are you to judge? Maybe that kid will become a president. Sure, why not? Live from the Mercedes-Benz man cave. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. It's Dan Patrick.
17: Final hour on this Monday. Best and worst of the weekend. More of your phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. We changed the poll question. Paulie asked this question, it feels like, every couple of years when they have the Olympics. Would you rather finish fourth or finish second in the Olympics? And I went... No, you want to finish second. I want to be on the podium, not fourth. Like, I want to be really close to winning. If I said you could have four silvers or one gold, that might be more interesting. Want to do that for the next hour? Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Okay. Yeah, because I would take the four silvers. Really? Yes, I'm more consistent. If you said, I get a silver in an event, four separate Olympics. But you wouldn't look up on your mantle
11: and see four times you almost won?
17: I would. But that would be better than I finished third or ninth or fifteenth. Yeah, see. This
20: is the sister question of would you rather lose the Super Bowl or not make the playoffs? Which
17: we've done before yeah. too, which... Yeah, of course I want to lose the Super Bowl. Of course. Instead of not making the playoffs? Yeah. But the pain, you're choosing much
11: higher yes, levels of but I'm okay pain.
17: with it. That, that's part of being a sports fan. Mm-hmm. If you would have said to the Eagles, hey, you're going to make the Super Bowl this year, but you're going to lose as, with a backup quarterback, every Eagle fan would have accepted that because you would have thought, if I said when Carson Wentz went down, Nick Foles is going to come in, you're going to the Super Bowl, and you're going to lose. You're still signing up for it. You're in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Now... Patriots probably would have done the same thing. Hey, you're going, but you're going to lose the Super Bowl. You want to get there. Alright, 877-3DP show, got our poll question here. I don't know if I have a stat of the day. Like, we can try this, Seton. Oh boy. With two gold medals each, the United States and Canada are the two most successful nations in the men's skeleton. USA winning in 1928 and 2002, Canada
5: 2006
15: and 2010. There's your stat of the day. day!
17: stat of the day. You want to arrive to the game safely, so they remind you to take five minutes at the beginning of every month to check the tire pressure. Look in your owner's manual to find the proper inflation. Continental Tire, proud supporter of the Dan Patrick Show. For more information, ContinentalTire.com If you're an Olympic athlete, do you go to the White House if you're invited? Now, the Eagles I believe are invited. Some of the Eagles have already said that they're not going, but Olympic athletes, do you go to the White House? That's gonna come up, right? At some point, that's coming up. Are they going to go to the White House here? Yes. Well, now Lindsey Vaughn just gotten yeah. a bunch of hot water for that. Well, she said that she wouldn't go to the White House. And then she ended up losing, or she didn't medal, and then everybody came after her and said, uh, you're not gonna get invited if you don't win a medal. So, you know, basically shut up. Although she's got another chance, I believe, to win a medal. But, I don't know, since you're individuals, you're on a team, but it's different if, if the Eagles as a team, even if you don't like who's there, I, I would go for the experience to go. If my team goes, then, then I would want to go. Now, an individual, then that's different for the Olympics because you're, you're sort of thrust into, Hey, you're a team, but you're not really a team. You know, you're under the same flag, but it, it's not like, you know, you've all been training together. Whereas if you're the Eagles and you know, President Trump invites you to the White House, I'd go. Yeah, Paulie.
11: Yeah, it's really tough. It's, it's, are you, how opposed you are to the sitting president? Um, and the chance of ever being invited back as an athlete,
17: usually it's a one-time invite for you. That's a very tough situation. Well, it sounds like you co-sign with everything the president stands for.
11: Right. Now, if you're an athlete and you choose to be, I guess, I'm not objective as a word, but, uh, the experience and the honor of being in the building, is what you're going for? Yeah. Can that be separated from supporting the person who's in office these days, as a professional athlete?
17: Well, you're going to have the optics where somebody's going to look. they are just people who are going to look at it, whatever they, you know, whatever prism they want to look at it through. Uh, you know, it's like Laura Ingram from Fox when she had these comments about LeBron James. Hey, just shut up and dribble. Well, there's a lot of people who feel that way. Hey, we don't want to hear from you. You're just an athlete. Uh, you know, I. You're incredibly naive if you feel that way. It, it's not like LeBron James, I mean, he, he represents and stands for a lot of great things. Now, you may not like his politics. You may not want to hear his politics. What if you agreed with his politics? Then you'd probably like his comments. Laura Ingram and her Fox audience probably don't like what LeBron was saying because he's critical of the president. But then she's disingenuous by saying, hey, I don't really care what you have to say, but why don't you say it on my show? That's wrong. You know, can't have it both ways with that. And so I I have no problem. If you want to go to the White House, go to the White House. And I don't think people are judging you if you go to the White House. Yes, yeah. It is possible
20: that Laura Ingram was like, I'm definitely not having Kid Rock on the show. I don't care what you guys say. In fact, <laughs> she was like, no, yeah, you are. Come on, you got to put
17: Kid Rock. Yeah, on. I think like, so. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, fine, but I'm... They're definitely against it. Well, Chris Long of the Eagles did sort of blow up that whole thing of Laura Ingram telling LeBron to just shut up and dribble. When she's had John Voight, the actor, on or Kid Rock on or Ted Nugent on, you know, they're okay to talk politics, but LeBron James is not.
11: And LeBron plays basketball with guys who don't look like they know how to play basketball, so he's open-minded about that kind of stuff.
17: Wow. <laughs> wow. No wow. Wow. Continental Tire stat of the day.
20: <laughs>
11: it was in my head. Yeah, wow. yeah,
20: I could tell. Did you see that comment that he had where he was just like, "Man, it's nice playing with a bunch
17: of all stars because you don't always get that chance."
20: a
19: yeah.
17: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> big smile on his face. Oh god, he- there are so many damn hidden messages or not so hidden messages with LeBron that I mean, he's the most powerful guy in the NBA. It just feels like the commissioner's waiting to sign off on this new format because he wants to check in with LeBron. And let me check what LeBron wants to do. Hey, LeBron, we're thinking about televising the uh, All Star Draft. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. All right, then we'll do it.
11: Yeah, Paul. I got in an argument with Chris Mannix on the break. I I said LeBron has to be deeply involved in any personnel decisions with the Cavs, and he said, "No, I doubt it. I I think he's just he gets informed about them." There's uh, no there's no way if you're the general manager.
17: You no, know, I Cavs, think this time around that he was he found out about after the fact I, I think this time around was a little bit different I it, this felt like it was a power play by the owner to say I don't know if you're going to be here but I'm going to unload some of these players I'm going to get younger and athletic now is that going to help LeBron this year? Yeah, I love how everybody was all in after they beat the Celtics. So they get these new players, and then all of a sudden they beat the Celtics, and everybody's like, "Oh yeah, they're the favorites to go in the NBA. Like they could they could challenge Golden State." And I went, "Wait, wait, slow down, slow down." And I also, Kevin Love is the one who's getting kicked to the curb here. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he's like the fall guy as usual. Yep, poor old K Love. They got to put him out of his misery, man. One of these days, I gotta put K Love out of his misery. Just let him go, let him go get, you know, 25 and 13 on some other team. Get out of here. We don't need you anymore. But, you now it feels like LeBron, I didn't think was involved in this as much as he has been in the past. Now, do I think he's been involved? Yes. He's had his fingerprints on that roster and coaching decisions and GM moves. Yes. This time around felt like this was Dan, Dan Gilbert saying, I'm going to make a move that I think is best for our team down the road. I got, you know, remember when uh, I was all in on Victor Oladipo and Mannix wasn't? So I, they introduced Victor Oladipo last night at the All Star Game, and I said, uh, I sent Mannix a text. I said, Yeah, uh, remember one of us really, really loved Victor Oladipo coming out of college, and then he goes, Oh, Mannix goes, uh, Yeah, he's a killer now, and then I think I said, I think I'll take that as a compliment. And then he sends me a picture of Donovan Mitchell and Ricky Rubio, and he goes, "Best backcourt in the NBA?" Question <laughs> mark. It all goes back to Ricky Rubio with Chris Mannix, but I do agree with Mannix on uh, that point with LeBron. I do think that this is this is LeBron. Yeah, Paul. Top of your head, anyone know where Ricky Rubio is playing? Utah. Okay. Yeah, I had to think for a minute. Oh no, I I want I'll tell you who's been the coach of the year is Quinn Snyder. He, he's done an unbelievable job like they lose Gordon Hayward Mitchell gets plugged in there and averaging 18 or 19 a game and I mean Quinn Snyder's done a great job there in Utah and and that really was a faceless team uh... Robert in New York before we take a break Reggie Miller will join us hi Robert what do you have for me today
13: uh... I was- about your question there. I, you know, I agree with you that the four silver medals would demonstrate that you're more consistent. But I would think the gold medal, you know, if it's in the right discipline and it's the right athlete, would open you up for more chances for sponsorships and advertising dollars. So I'd rather have the gold medal.
17: Okay. Yeah, I understand that. If you want to parlay it into cash, having a gold medal is going to help you. But if you're saying, like, it depends on, on what event we're talking about. And I, if I go four silvers, yes, yeah, see. Yeah, like, like, you can cut this so
20: many ways. Like, are you in five different events and you get one gold and then don't medal at all? Or do you, do you get five silvers and you medal in each of the events that you're in? You know, I, there is something to winning that's pretty special. Winning a gold medal.
11: Yeah, but U.S. Olympians earn five hundred dollars for a gold medal. Uh, 22500 five for a silver, 15000 each for a bronze. So if you won one gold, You're at 37.5. You won four silvers. You're at about
17: 90 grand. Yeah. But we celebrate our gold medalist. Instead of, if I won four silvers and you won one gold, you would probably be held in higher regard. All right. Take a break. Reggie Miller joins us coming up next year on the Dan Patrick show.
20: to the Maya Miguel Challenge. Meet Maya in the
0: game.
15: Oh,
0: hi, I'm Maya. Maya and her friends want you to get up and play because it's always more fun to be active. <laughs> let's get started. Just go to letsmove.gov and look for Maya and Miguel. You'll find tons of fun activities that will help keep you healthy and active. Whether you play sports, run, dance, or jump in place, just get up and play at least an hour a day. Take the Maya Miguel Challenge today at letsmove.gov. A message from the Ad
15: Council and HHS.
12: Hi, my name is Stanley, and I've been arrested for stealing shoes. I didn't really steal them, but I've been sent to Camp Green Lake anyway. The worst
20: punishment a kid could get. And at Camp Greenlake, we dig holes. Lots of holes. I've only been here a short time, but I think the camp director is up to something. I'm Stanley Yelnatz, and I'm covering more than dirt at Camp Greenlake. Explore new worlds. Read my story in the novel, Holes, by Lewis Thacker. For other great book ideas, visit your local library or log on to literacy.gov. Brought to you by the Library of Congress and the Ad Council our neighbors are
7: hungry our veterans are hungry today Meals on Wheels
21: will deliver over 1 million meals and companionship to needy seniors but hunger won't stop there can you donate or deliver the next meal www.thenextmeal.org Meals on Wheels
7: Association of America www.thenextmeal.org
10: Carl Lewis for the Will Rogers Institute.
2: Eat all you want and lose weight. At some point, everyone wants to lose a few pounds. But claims like these are often just too good to be true. So be careful when choosing a diet. They can not only waste your time and money, but affect your health as well. Before you start a weight loss program, talk to your doctor and do your homework. This is one weight loss plan you can believe in. Call the Will
10: Rogers Institute at 1-877-957-7575 for a free booklet on good nutrition trick
0: Fox Sports trending now
18: a sentimental Sunday at the Daytona 500 20 years ago yesterday it was Dale Earnhardt the Intimidator winning his first ever race at Daytona 17 years ago, he was killed in an accident in the final lap of that race. And on Sunday, it was the number three car making its return, this time with Austin Dillon behind the wheel, taking the checkered flag at the 60th running of the Daytona 500. Dillon, after the win. Number three, there's a lot of pressure behind it, but I'm willing to tell. (laughs)
17: I <laughs> re- <laughs> re- <laughs> all right, uh, the Danettes gave me grief because I said, why was Kevin Hart crunching down when if he stood straight up and Donovan Mitchell exactly. was young,
13: Like, that's not exactly. mean-spirited. We... I'm just saying if he's... No, not at all. He said there was no need for any of them to scrunch down because he had cleared them by, what, three or four feet? Yeah. And it would have looked better. And he shouldn't First have been. First of all, Kevin Hart need, never needs to scrunch anywhere. No. Come on now. <laughs> but I, I, okay,
17: Dennis Smith Junior. had the best dunk. Which one? The through the he went left. Remember, you guys were talking about. Oh yeah,
13: the reverse. And he, and he changed hands. And he can't. And you, you he can't changed palm. hands. Yes,
17: I mean that was unbelievable. It was far better was. than any other dunk that Donovan Mitchell had.
13: I thought the one where he did jump over the Hart family as well as his oh. sister was pretty good. He, I just wish they never would have scrunched down. <laughs> I do. And the Vince Carter, it makes you appreciate, number one, how high Vince Carter was oh on that God. iconic dunk 18 years ago. And then when Donovan Mitchell tried to emulate it, it just makes you appreciate the, uh, how beautiful a dunk that was by, uh, by vince carter
17: okay did the new format save the all-star weekend
13: it did i mean look in most all-star games not the recent ones that we've been seeing but in years past they usually started to play mid third quarter and all the way into the fourth quarter and made it a game these guys actually came out and tried to play defense there was some full-court traps Um, There wasn't a lot of, look, you're going to have your Ole defense occasionally. It's an exhibition game. But for the most part, 80 to 90%, these guys tried to get after it. And it kind of showed the product was much better. And we saw what kind of finish we had. I mean, who would have thought that would have came down to a defensive stop as opposed to someone trying to score?
17: Yeah, I liked it. I like that you uh, co-signed on my idea with the three-point shooting contest. I'm watching you. Oh, whoa, whoa,
15: whoa. Oh, you and oh, sorry, you,
17: you, and Chris Webber at the end of the, uh, all, the Saturday night when uh, Brent Barry said, "What would you guys add?" And then next thing I know, Reggie Aloysius Miller's going. You know what I would do? I'd get uh, like uh, an, an older guy with a younger guy, and you know, Peja Stojakovic and you. And I and went. You said this win? Oh my god. If Wait, I find it, if I find it, what are you going to give me? It. I, what do you? I I want your Bentley. <laughs> your Bentley. <laughs> <laughs> That's been long gone, but you can have it. Oh, the Bentley's gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but okay, maybe we. Kind of cultivated the idea. Thank you, but thank I, you. But I, I, you know, I do. Love that be idea. a great idea? Yes.
13: I mean, if I could team up with like Clay Thompson, if Ray Allen could team up with Steph Curry, if Paigevs Dyakovich could team up with Devin Booker, and do teams yes. three point shooting, I love it. I love it. That would be awesome. I think it would be great. Here is the other thing: the commissioner
17: brought up this reseeding, or maybe we just have the best teams, you know, first, second, third, and it feels like when he when he talks about it that it's going to happen do you do you see that it doesn't matter if you play in the east or the west you're going to be seated by your record and you know then you just play out the format after that
13: well you always want to see the the best sixteen teams in the playoffs my only question mark will be how will you regulate the regular season because um, right now between the two conferences I mean, will more Western Conference teams play Eastern Conference teams or vice versa? So how are you going to regulate the regular season to build up towards that, you know, best 16 teams yeah. play?
17: And I having mean, a, balance, a balanced schedule is really the key for me. That If you can balance it, travel not as much. It feels like there's so much time in between games. I'm not as concerned about that as I am a balanced schedule.
13: And, I, I, look, if you get the best 16 teams, because every team has their own play, and as you mentioned, there's no back-to-backs. Uh, sometimes there's two or three games in between um, between games. So I'm not worried about travel, but to me, uh, how are you going to do the regular season? Because there are some Western Conference powerhouses, and there's some, you know, you've got Atlanta and Brooklyn, what do you do with those teams? I mean, because the Eastern Conference team plays them four or five times, whereas yeah. the Western Conference teams only plays them twice.
17: Yeah. You're talking to Reggie Miller, Reggie's got Clippers and the Warriors coming up Thursday night. What's it say about the league that the Clippers and Warriors don't have a representative in the All-Star
13: game? I mean, with Porzingis going down for New York, it was very difficult. I mean, you need major market players to be in a showcase game. Um, I can't remember the last time that the Lakers have gone this long without having a player in the showcase. You know, times may be changing, but they got to get better. You get better, you'll be in there. I thought Lou Williams should have been an all star. I thought he was having an all star season. Yeah. Um, but they didn't think so.
17: Uh let me see what else do I have for you. Uh what did you Was this a big deal about the Fox News host Laura Ingram telling LeBron just shut up and dribble? Was that a big topic of conversation at all over the weekend?
13: It was and I'm glad LeBron addressed that and I'm glad he was adamant by coming up and saying no, I will not just shut up and dribble because LeBron arguably is the most powerful person not only in the NBA, maybe in sports in professional sports in America certainly. And his voice resonates. And he does so much. Look, we can criticize him all he wants about wanting to be the GOAT, and is he close to Michael Jordan or Kareem or whatever. That's our job, X's and O's. But what he does away from the court and in the community and what he has done for so many young African-American kids being able to go to school that normally would not be able to... You've got to look at the man's resume. And that's why I hope he never, ever listens to people by telling them he should just be an athlete and just go play sports because he is touching people's lives. So uh, what she did was made his platform even bigger and kind of made her look. Uh, it's Fox News. Yeah. So there's a base for that. There's, you know, obviously it riled up her base. And a riled up LeBron James and everyone else's base. But that's the beauty of it. And, you know, I said this on air. LeBron shouldn't get upset and shouldn't try to, you know, go back at her because it's freedom of speech. Now, the same way you're able to say what you want about the president, she's saying the same thing about you. Hey, like our former first lady say, when they go low, we go high. You know, it's validating his platform and I think that's why people are circling the wagons around LeBron James.
17: Did you uh rub elbows with celebrities? Any uh that we'd be impressed by?
13: I had the best seats in the house. What do you see? I know, but who did I you did. who
17: did you want to meet?
13: Who did I want to meet? Yeah, or did well, who did you meet? It was cool having Snoop come by the table. Snoop double double OG. It was always nice having Snoop come by. Uh, Kevin Hart, well, obviously, you didn't like his, his opening, but it was cool having Kevin there. We tried to get Beyonce. Of course, we got shut down. Why? We got shut down. Well, Queen B didn't want to come on. Oh, come on. What? Come on. Come on, what? All we can do is ask. Yeah, I know,
17: but I'm just saying, come on. Come on, B. Let's go. Let's talk. Right? <laughs> come on. Let's talk.
13: We, we tried to get Jimmy Kimmel over. How about this? What was funny is looking at Jimmy Kimmel's reaction to Fergie. That was pretty funny. Cause I don't know if he was smirking or laughing, just enjoyment or like, what is she doing? What about
17: Draymond Green? Draymond Green's mouth was open. I don't know if he's a mouth breather or he was just like, uh, I'm not sure what's going on here.
13: <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with mouth. But first of all, I'll ask him on Thursday when I do the game. But I'm gonna go with mouth breather. Okay, but you saw the reaction when we put him on, what the fans were like laughing at him.
17: So, yeah. <laughs> uh, Paulie wants to ask you the poll question. All right, Reggie,
11: if you were in the Winter or Summer Olympics, not basketball, would you rather sure. win four silver medals or one gold medal? That's it.
13: Four silver medals or one gold. Uh, <laughs> and what did I do in those other three events? I didn't play? You didn't play. Right. Nothing. I'm probably going to go with four silvers. That's the right answer. I'm probably going to go with four silvers. That shows consistency. One, one gold is great, but I was consistent over four events. How about you
17: can lose four NBA finals or you can win one NBA final?
13: One NBA final. <laughs> One NBA final. Uh, by the That's way,
17: We're, we're Shaq, and, Shaq and Charles. Like it, it always devolves into Charles never won a championship. But it felt like you know when the Kobe and Shaq sit down and then you guys talked about it afterwards. Charles and Shaq looked like that they could go.
13: Do you feel they that? always look like that? That's what makes our show beautiful because number one those guys are unscripted they never tell they never give them a heads up of where we're going and Ernie is fantastic as being probably the best traffic cop in the business but these are two guys that were competitors once before and uh they love to butt heads they're very opinionated both of them who would you and take they, who would you take in a in a brawl yeah I'm going with Shaq, but don't underestimate the country the country strong of Charles. Charles is country strong. He is. But, but Shaq's the biggest guy on the planet. Shaq's the biggest man on the planet. So I got to go with Shaq. But I th-
17: I think Look Charles it. uses leverage here, and and then he's got I don't know bad hip. Bad hip. Oh, oh, okay. Bad hip. Okay, you got a better scouting report than I do.
9: Yeah, bad
17: hip. All right, uh, Reg will be in uh, Golden State. It's the Clippers against the Warriors. You can tell Lou Williams in person he should have been an all-star, All Star, and I right. believe I, I agree <laughs> with that. Here is another thing, Reg. Next year when they do the All Star game, and everybody says, "Oh, such and such should have been an All Star," and such, an, I, I want everybody to know you have to take somebody off when you say somebody deserve. Okay, so that's where Correct. you go. I'm sorry, Al Horford. You don't belong on the All-Star team or whoever it might be. Everybody can't be an All-Star, but it always feels like we want everybody to be one and then we don't take anybody off. So just, let's just remember that next year, okay?
13: I think that was a thinly veiled shot at Al Horford. Are you saying Al Horford should not have been an All-Star this particular Uh, year? Of course he shouldn't. (laughs) That's not a veiled, that's an unveiled. (laughs) Reg, Al
17: Horford, nice player. He shouldn't have been an All-Star.
13: Okay, well, who would you have put on in the East instead of Al Horford? The team at the at the time they had the best record. Right now, Toronto does, but at the time the teams were selected, Boston had the second best record in the whole league.
17: I'd have to look at the other guys who were left off
13: in the East. Now, the West is a little bit different because to me, they had more players that easily could have that were more deserving.
17: Yeah, but I, I mean, Al Horford's Al Al has been in five All Star games, Reg. Remember he's, when been he many, Wait, he's been but in as many. Wait, he's been in as many All Star games as you. I think you've been in five, right? I have, Reg. I have. That's not fair.
13: Yes.
5: <laughs> I would have put
17: in. I would have put in Ben Simmons over Al Horford.
13: Can't argue with that. All right. One hundred percent. Boom. That's drop the mic. If you drop, drop the mic. That's it. Drop the
17: mic. I'll talk to you next boom. week. Boom. Dropped it right there. Just dropped it. Thank you. Reg. Thank you, you, Thank, you Thank you,
13: Reg. Thank
10: you, Reg.
17: That's uh, Reggie Aloysius Miller Jr. the third. He's got Clippers Warriors Thursday night. Reggie Miller brought to you by Mercedes-Benz driver's seat, the Mercedes driver's seat, Mercedes the best or nothing. Back after this.
7: Okay, here we go. The Doug Gottlieb Show.
19: I can't thank you enough. I mean that
0: this is the Doug Gottlieb show
12: I would
19: contend that one of the hardest things to do in sports when you're a, when you're an all-time great is to be an all-time great and to have a positive outlook a positive attitude when things aren't going well it's really really hard and, and I know what what you're sitting there thinking and and look some part of me thinks this as well which is which is hey man you're gonna pay 15 20 million dollars. You got to be an all-time great every time you step, but that's fine. That sounds really good. But any of you who have been at a job in which pays well, but the overall feeling of the job, momentum of the job, uh, is not great. It, it makes it hard to go to work. Doesn't mean that you're you're not still competent and you're not still really good at what you do, but you can't necessarily be the best version of yourself. Andre Dawson was, he was the MVP of the National League. I've seen Mike Trout be the MVP of the American League and not beyond the best team even in his division, not even the second best team in his division. And to that, I, I hold, I think they should, they deserve an extra amount of respect. LeBron struggled with it. Part of it was his friendship with Dwayne Wade actually created a fracture within the rest of the team. Part of it was, uh, the, kind of age-old philosophy, which was you needed veteran players once you get to the playoffs because you can count on vets to step up and make shots and make plays even if they don't have the, the juice in their legs for 82 games in the regular season. But they'd also all past that uh, that out throw-out throw date. You know, the throw-out date in your refrigerator. All those guys, for a, a litany of reasons. Be it fit, be it uh, coming off an injury or series of injuries. Isaiah Thomas, Derrick Rose, or just age, Dwayne Wade. They, they were shell of the players they used to be, and they weren't quite fitting together. So now he gets new pieces, and they absolutely throttle. They dominate the Boston Celtics. Which, of course, has so many of my brethren here at Fox and other places saying, well, now... Now they're gonna win the East, they're the best team in the East, they're back, and everybody else stinks. And I just, I want everybody to breathe in and breathe out. Right? Breathe in and breathe out. You you experienced this eight and a half, nine years ago, if you were an anti-Obama guy, and you're, and you're just like, look dude, breathe, the Republic will be fine. And if you're, if you're an anti-Trump guy, it's the same thing, like, Breathe in, breathe out. The Republic has lasted over 200 years. We're going to be okay. There's going to be some adjustments. There's going to be some things you like, some things you don't like. But the Republic will be just fine. The same is true with the Eastern Conference. We came into the season thinking the Cavs were probably the best team, although they had these new pieces which made their bench stronger, even if their starting lineup would never be the same without Kyrie Irving. And we're left with much the same feeling, but to make a, a determination based upon just one game is so incredibly dangerous. It just is. You know, you wouldn't marry a girl after one date. Let's not, let's not determine what they are, who they are, what's going to happen in the Eastern Conference, who's going to be the starting lineup. Like, look, it adds to intrigue and it does feel like, again, in, with a, With only one game, LeBron seemed energized.
0: Doug Gottlieb. That's not reality. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Show.
19: Check it out. All right.
0: Weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio.
10: Ed Council.
17: just watching Vince Carter dunks, I was telling the Danettes, there was a guy from China or Japan flew in to Sacramento, and I think he came in for a couple of days, bought tickets for a couple of games, and all he wanted to do was meet Vince Carter. That was it. Flew in from the Far East to see Vince Carter. And, And that's a different, you know, it's weird because Seton loves Vince Carter. Like it, it's a different, it's generational. Like I appreciate Vince and what he does and the fact that he's, he, he's doing sort of what the pattern is that you go from this unbelievably athletic player. Now he's a three point shooting guy as well, but he wants to play another year. And I didn't get as caught up in Vince Carter as I did other players when I was, uh, younger. Yeah, see. Andrew and I have a
20: bi-weekly discussion on the greatness of Vince Carter, regardless of what's happening on the show. There's like,
17: you stumble across some like
20: random YouTube video where you're yeah.
17: like, dude, look how great this guy is. He had the highlights. Vince Carter, like, I'm trying to think who was the first NBA player who was a highlight. Dominique. Uh, mm. For my generation. No, but, but he wasn't there with, I mean, you had CNN and ESPN, just the advent of them. I'm talking about your entire career, is highlights. Vince Carter had an entire career of highlights. Dr. J? No, because he wasn't around. I mean, how many, how many plays, shots? You have the one dunk over Michael Cooper. Uh, you have a dunk over Bill Walton in the NBA Finals, but what else do you remember from Dr. J except for, uh, in leaving the foul line in the dunk contest? And he had many, many, many highlights. Mm. We just didn't get to see those. Jordan, we got to see his career was in the highlight era. I think Vince Carter had more highlights than Michael. Like, Michael just was great. His entire game was great. Vince had those moments where he went, oh, my God, did you see Vince Carter? Like, that's all you had to say. You could go, oh, my God, wait till you see this highlight, Vince Carter. And then you know it's going to be something spectacular.
11: Yeah, Paul? You almost wish he would have come along 12, 13 years later, and the start of his career would have been in the YouTube, social media era. Everybody would consume him more day to day.
17: Yeah. Uh
5: Is McLovin on the line? He is. Hey McLovin, what's up? Hey. What's going on? Well, first of all, Dr. J, Dr. J, remember when he wrapped around the entire Lakers team under the basket and ended up in the final? Yep. But, uh, I had a situation here. I'm in, I'm on the Gulf Coast of Florida and I had every parent's worst nightmare. I'm at the beach and what do I see about 50 yards away from me?
17: Uh, Fritzy.
5: No, it's not close. no, no, no. That would have been like an eclipse of the sun. No, I saw a black fin rise out of the water, about literally like half a football field away from where me and the kids are playing in knee-high water. So
17: your daughters are so, in, the, in the water, and you see a shark. Yeah.
5: I thought it was a shark. Well, well, so I go all, I go all Chief Brody and run out and say, and everybody, people, there's a shark in the water. I just saw a black fin. Uh, I'm basically like, let's shut Amityville down. Uh, I, I would have started whistling if I could have. Then, um some lady is sitting two, uh, two chairs down. She goes, I think that's a dolphin they were out here <laughs> earlier feeding. And, okay, you would think that that would convince me, but how do I, I met her earlier. Cindy from Ohio is not a marine biologist. How does she know it's a dolphin and not a shark? So I'm, well, I refuse to listen to
17: McLevin, her. if you see people petting it, then I'm gonna guess it's not a shark. <laughs>
5: Well, it was black, and it wasn't actually. Come to think of it, it wasn't going to shake like a shark fin. But you know, I'm not going to. I'm not going to risk it. I'm staying out of the water. I haven't touched the ocean yet. The kids are playing fine. Nobody else cares except for me. The entire island is oblivious to it. They're just just going on their lives.
17: Sunblock, okay, that's key for you, okay.
5: You're going to be shocked. Uh, I'm, I'm going to come back pretty tan. I mean, you might think, oh, is it Chr- Cristiano Ronaldo or is that McLovin? Mm. I am working on a solid base right now.
17: All right. You're back on Wednesday, right? Yeah, I am. Okay.
5: All right. If the sharks don't get me. If yeah. the sharks don't get me. All right.
17: Well, thank
5: okay. you. Thank you,
17: McLovin. That's uh, McLovin. <laughs> He's yelling, running for his life. Everybody get out of the ocean. It's a dolphin. Kids are petting the dolphin. All right, uh, we'll take a break here. We'll close up shop. Last call for phone calls right after this. Dan Patrick Show.
8: Eight. I deliver your Sunday paper every week.
3: Seven. We work on the same floor.
7: One in eight Americans is struggling with hunger.
3: Six. Our kids walk to school together every day.
7: Including millions of children and seniors.
9: Five, we chat in the elevator at work sometimes.
8: Four. I'm your Mm -hmm. cashier at the grocery store.
7: Who's the one in eight in your life that needs help? You can make a difference through Feeding America at feedingamerica.org slash one in eight. A public service announcement brought to you by Feeding America MIAT Council. Are you played by foreclosure? Well, here at Jim Ladd and Matey, we can stop your foreclosure now. We're a mortgage rescue company, and for the small fee of everything you hold dear, we will negotiate with your lender on your behalf. Call Jim Ladd and Matey at one 800 yar 1-800-YAR-YAR. That's one 800 yar yar
3: If you're facing foreclosure, talk to the right people. Speak with HUD-approved housing counselors free of charge at 888-995-HOPE. Brought to you by NeighborWorks America and the Ad Council.
4: Rewarding a student is a great
20: way to build self-esteem, but those little expenses add up. Hi, this is Chris Daughtry. Each year, teachers spend over $400 of their own money on their students. DonorsChoose.org is an online charity that makes it easy for you to help students in need. Join Chase and Clear Channel communities in supporting DonorsChoose.org, where you will find hundreds of projects to help students build self-esteem. Thanks to the leadership of Chase, every dollar you donate will be matched up to $250,000. Go to DonorsChoose.org slash Chase.
3: I'm
18: Dr. Joyce Brothers. How do you feel today? Stressed? You're not alone. Nearly 90% of us feel we have too much stress in our lives, and stress can seriously affect your health and emotional well-being. But you can take action to manage your stress and make it work for you. Take control of your stress and take control of your life. For a free
10: booklet on stress management, contact the Will Rogers Institute at 877-957-7575.
15: It's
0: trending now.
18: 20 years ago, the number three car was driven by Dale Earnhardt Sr., and he won for the first time at the Daytona 500. Sadly, three years later, he was killed in a crash on the final lap. Sunday, Austin Dillon, also driving the number three, took the checkered flag at Daytona. It is so awesome to take the three car back to victory lane 20 years ago. This one's for Dale Earnhardt Sr. and all those senior
4: fans. I love you guys. We're going to keep
18: kicking by the rest of the year. Fox TV with the sound. Speaking of posteriors, Dylan and his crew members celebrated yesterday's win by getting tattoos on their own. Dylan said this morning that his tattoo includes the Daytona 500 logo with the word champ underneath it. Meanwhile, last night it was the All-Star Game and Team LeBron taken team Steph to task with a 145, uh, excuse me, 148-145 win. And of course, for the first time, it was LeBron and Steph picking their own teams. I
13: think the format was great. Um, I think the fans did a great job of reacting to it in a very positive way, you know, for me to be the captain of the team, Steph being the captain of his team and us doing that, you know, that draft it was something that hadn't been done before and the great thing about our commissioner, he's Absolutely okay. we one is something new.
18: James was named the team's MVP. Nine, Twenty-nine points. He was the leading scorer. Bubba Watson won at Riviera, taking the Genesis Open at twelve under par. I'm Deb Carson.
0: FoxSportsRadio. Yeah, I'm real. I'm here. You know you gotta feel. So you missed it. Huh? Yeah, yes, I, I did. Don't worry about it. We got you covered. Yes, I know. Find all the action on FoxSportsRadio.com from the breaking news.
7: So there's a huge. Huge breaking news story tonight.
0: To the stories you miss.
1: Let me explain why I think this college basketball scandal could be like steroids
0: in baseball. It all lives on foxsportsradio.com. <laughs> <laughs>
17: Back to the man cave after being on the road for a couple of weeks. We were in Minneapolis, and then we went to Pebble Beach. Got a couple of bowling balls sent to us. Custom bowling balls. Dan Patrick show bowling balls. They're awesome. Gorgeous. And uh, let me see. I, it's Mike Alday, A-L-D-A-Y, who sent those in. Uh, sent, he sent in two bowling balls. I got one where I got the Danettes on the bowling ball and the Dan Patrick Show logo and then another one with my face on it. They're beautiful. They're gorgeous. Yeah, I'm just, I don't know how to display them. And do I get them drilled? Are we, now we want to join, now we want to have a bowling team.
11: <laughs> and, and It's Mike do nothing all day.
17: Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's got a lot. Well, he
11: could work here. How do you paint those? <laughs> those are beautiful. You can? Are those usable, Dan? You're you yeah, a bowler.
17: Yeah, you can, yeah. Heck yeah! weren't you in a league back in the day? Yes. Heck yeah! Yeah. For the beer, for the women. Beer. Yeah. Well, I had just joined CNN. I had just gotten to CNN, and my wife goes, "You should just, uh, you know, join a softball team or, you know, wh- whatever they have." And then I said, "Well, they got a bowling team." She said, "Well, you should, you should be on the bowling team." So I joined the bowling team. I'd never bowled before, you know, in consistently or in a league. So I went out and got my ball, got my shoes, got my bag. And, uh, I had a miserable, t- miserable time. Cause they were really serious. And I thought it was just like fun and got to drink beer. And so they'd get mad if I'd be drinking beer. And I'd be like, um, I'm better when I, when I, uh, drink beer. It wasn't fun. Yeah. That didn't go over well. So, uh, Mike, thank you for the bowling balls. Maybe, maybe we'll, uh, get a team here. Maybe we'll get a bowling. Dude, I'm
20: so in on that. Yeah. Bowling team. <laughs> Get a league, nice Saturday morning league. Hmm.
15: <laughs>
17: Not too early. Not too early on that. uh Final results of our poll question there, Paul. If you were an uh, Olympic athlete, would you rather
11: have one gold medal or four silver medals? What do you guys think the results are?
17: Uh, no, I don't know. I don't, you know, because people look at the gold medal and say you can capitalize on that. So I, I, I'll go 60 40 silver over gold. 69% want one gold medal over four silver medals. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jay in Arkansas joins us on that topic. Hi, Jay. Hey, Jay. Hey,
2: I would think I would rather
12: have 20, or I would rather have one gold than 20 silvers. And for the point...
0: When you're standing there on the podium, they play your national anthem for you. That's your three minutes that you never get with those silver medals. All
17: right. That's fair. Right. I I'd take the silver. If you said I could have 20 silvers over one gold, <laughs> yeah, I'd take 20 silvers. I mean, the gold is nice. I get it. But that, like, one moment you were great. If I have all these silvers, I was really, really good for a couple of, uh, events or a couple of, uh, Olympics.
2: Yes, Fritz. But as Jerry Seinfeld once said, of all the losers, you finished first in that group of losers starting with second place. Yeah, I'm fine with that.
17: Yeah. If you want to call me a loser, I would love if they gave out silver, uh, sports Emmys. Cause yeah. I'd have, I'd have <laughs> probably a good 10 or 12. They only give you one. That's it. They only got one. So the rest of us are losers. Alright, uh, so we got the poll results uh, all done. You know, I watched a movie, when I was off, I was watching a couple of movies. I watched uh, The Shape of Water. Yeah. Now, what is it about? It, it's sort of Beauty and the Beast or Creature of the Black Lagoon where this woman falls in love with this creature. And uh, it's going to win the Academy Award, I think, for Best Picture. It, it's not for everybody. Just saying that up front, I really liked it. But... Uh I've heard people say it was you know, couldn't get through it, it was terrible. I thought it was incredibly well done. I thought it was really a great movie.
20: How often do you have a movie like that though where half of the well maybe not half yeah. of the audience, but a lot of the people are like, This is the best movie of the year and then
17: there's a portion that are like Ugh, I couldn't even get through it. Yeah. Um God. I also saw Killing the Sacred Deer. Oh, I saw that. It was so bad, I had to continue <laughs> to watch it. Like you get invested. Like I'm, I'm, I'm about forty eight minutes in, and I go, oh, I got to slug this out. You know, I got an hour and twelve minutes. So I got to do it. It's Nicole Kidman and Colin Farrell. So you have some great actors in there. Yeah. Oh, that kid was great oh, in the movie. Oh boy, he was. He stole the movie. Yeah. But it wasn't a great movie to steal. <laughs> it 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 was not it was good. Up for grabs. It was not a good movie. No, no. I liked it. I didn't love it though. Yeah. The killing of a sacred deer. I still have to watch Molly's game. I watched all the movies this year. It's uh, three billboards. Yeah. How was that? Uh, Sam Rockwell is great and should win the Academy Award. He was really, you know, I, Frances McDormand is, is a wonderful actress. I thought she was just one dimensional. And that's why the, uh, uh, the Hawkins, uh, woman from, uh, the shape of water. Uh, what's her name? Sally Hawkins or something? Yeah, she's gonna win. She was great. But, uh, Francis McDormand is, is great, but it's one dimensionally great. Sam Rockwell was awesome. Yes, yeah, he. I went to the movies, uh, with my son and
20: saw, I forget the name of the movie. It was like, uh, The Early Man or something like that. Well, you like know, one of those claymation things. You know why you forgot the name of the movie. Uh, I slept through the entire thing. <laughs> yes. I basically bought a ticket to take a nap. Oh. Yeah. But the guy in front of us online, bought one ticket for the Fifty Shades of Grey movie.
3: Ooh. I was like, man, that's interesting. That's a bold
17: move. Don't you buy two just to, even if it's just you? Throw people off the scent? Yeah. I was like, man, that's interesting. Yeah. Pritchie, what'd you learn today?
2: (laughs) I just learned that. Uh, Commissioner Silver blamed Steph Curry for not televising the All-Star Draft.
17: Uh, Paulie, what'd you learn? I'm shocked it wasn't Todd at the movie that's eating something. Seton, what'd you learn? The All-Star Game saved itself this year. Apparently. Princey, what did I learn on the You program? learned
2: the Russian curler took one for the team by getting busted for steroids. Now it's a legitimate sport.
17: What we learned brought to you by Farmers as conditions on the field change. So can your insurance needs? Talk with the Farmers agent today so you can assess whether your policy is game ready. Find an agent at Farmers.com. Thanks for joining us. Great to be back. Talk to you tomorrow.
19: Hey, what's up? Holla at your boy. XOXOXO you getting these texts question mark where are you what are you doing omg you are making me mad you better text me back i'm waiting outside your house
3: relentless aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message when does the robot become dangerous let us know at that's not cool.com.
14: that's not cool.com
3: brought to you by the ad council
14: Welcome to Move Time Radio, presented by the Arthritis Foundation, and we're smack dab in the middle of our dance-a-thon to fight arthritis pain. Me? I've been grooving for 10 hours straight, baby, but I'm a boogie machine. See, movement is just one of the ways to help fight osteoarthritis pain. Another is weight loss. You get rid of just one pound. That's four pounds of pressure off each knee. For more information on managing pain, visit fightarthritispain.org. Then meet me on the dance floor. This message brought to you by the Arthritis Foundation and the Ad Council one out of five americans
7: that's a lot of people and you might be one of them it's the number of adults who take on the role of caring for a sick or aging family member in their home or yours what's unusual here is that most family caregivers don't see themselves as caregivers at all but simply as daughters sons parents and spouses doing what any loving family member would do if this is you then you know the feeling of doing all you can day in day out and still thinking it's not enough In fact, you can do more for your loved one, but you can't do it alone. Chances are there are organizations right in your own neighborhood that can offer just the help you need to help you do your best. A great first step is to visit Family Caregiving 101. This nonprofit website is a gateway to a whole world of support, service, and advice. That's FamilyCaregiving101.org, a public service.